Hello folks, welcome to episode 13 of Dude and a Monkey. Uh, let's see how long this one is. It's our um, first annual, maybe, um, Oscar commentary show. So um, the Oscar red carpet coverage has just started. Um, it's 11.37 UK time and my name is Ian Loring and as always I'm joined by... Mark Foster staring at a very attractive lady's boobies. Ah, sweet. And a uh, special guest. He was on a couple of weeks back. He's back again. Who is that lovely lady? It's, it's Noel Mellor. Hi, Noel. Hello. It is me. It's me. Who is this woman with ridiculous she's, um, boobs? Lucy Carter. Something like that. She's, she's, Lucy she's, Cotter? Cotter, yes. I, she's some kind of correspondent of some description. I've never seen her before, but I already love her. I I detest this bit, to be honest with you. This whole this whole section I, I only realised just 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 before when it kind of literally as this programme started, I really detest all this stuff. Not not in some sort of like, you know, Oh fucking celebrity! I, I, it's not that. It's just it's boring and it takes ages. And I I just want it to get to the Oscars. I started remembering what it was like last year at this point, being like, for fuck's sake, just get the Oscars on. And um, it, yeah. and there's two hours of this as well, which I, I thought I thought it was an hour. So I'm not too happy. Two hours. Is it? Is it? I, I thought there was like this, and then I thought this went on for like an hour, and then it was. So this is the actual the actual thing that starts for half one. The Sky Go thing says eleven thirty to one thirty is red carpet live. Jeez. Good God. So um, in in that time though, we're going to um, uh, talk about something which uh, should be uh, uh, having Oscar recognition tonight, but cruelly <laughs> isn't. Um, it's ridiculous, isn't it? It's, it's, a, it's a crying shame. Yes, yeah. Um, so we're gonna kind of do a. It, I, I suppose it's probably not a formal review, just kind of chatting through. And if something takes our attention away on the red carpet, we'll just stop and talk about that. But we're just gonna do. You a mean, little... so, so what you mean is what you mean is boob watch. Yeah, yeah. It, seriously, like those are. She, she's the um, Sky News Arts and Entertainment correspondent. Oh, of course she is. Course she is. Um, yeah. No, no, that's that's a horrible thing to say. It's just like I, I, I don't know. Like she's making a statement with that dress, and it's there, there will be bigger and more sexist things said by the end of the night. I assure you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, actually, I, I, I'm sure she's very talented at other things. Right, we're already tangenting like motherfuckers. This is going to be involved. <laughs> um, um, by the way, folks, if you're wondering why I'm maybe talking a little bit more quietly frankly than usual it's uh, just because i've got a sleeping wife in the next room and i'm not wanting to wake her because she actually has to get up for work in the morning so anyway um we're <laughs> going to be talking about um universal soldier uh, day of reckoning is that what it's called uh, yeah. yes yeah okay uh which is directed by um john hyams or is it peter hyams John Hyams. It is John, John Hyams, yeah. who is the son of Peter Hyams, who um, directed, amongst other things, I believe, um, 20, uh, the, the sequel to 2001. Was it 20, 
2012, the year we made contact. 2010. 2010, the year yeah. we made contact. And I believe he also directed End of Days. But this is um, this is his son, and uh, who directed Universal Soldier Regeneration, the uh, the previous one, and uh, is back with Universal Soldier Day of Reckoning, which um, I basically came all over on Twitter. And uh, I, I, I'm intrigued to see what you guys think. I've already got a, a taste of what Noel thinks of it from his Letterboxd review. But, um, Mark, Universal Soldier Day of Reckoning, fifth instalment in a tired franchise. Is it any good? Yes. Um, it, it, it amazingly is. It is a truly um, bizarre um, take where a director either has lied his way into making the film and said, oh yeah, I, I'm up for making this straight to um, DVD sequel to the Universal Soldier films. Yeah, yeah, cool. And then it's just made this really bizarre kind of art house action film. Or, he's by pure fluke made a really bizarre um, art house action film. Uh, it's, it's, it's brilliant. Which I never thought I'd say about a Universal Soldier movie after the first one. No. Yeah, I'll I'll admit actually because you texted me when a couple of days ago. Or was it yesterday? Last or, night. Yeah. Was it last night? Um, <clears throat> you know, to say you've got to check this out. And even even then, I was a bit like, oh yeah, well, you know, I've not seen the others, and I've, I, you know, the, the only one I've seen is the first one, and man, yeah, I'm not that bothered. But yeah, I'll probably check it out. And I was actually kind of cynical. I didn't quite believe you. Um, I got that impression. Yeah, I'm sorry. I just no, couldn't. Sorry. I mean, it's the fucking, it's the sixth Universal <laughs> Soldier. Film. Just like, it oh, makes no yeah, sense. I'll fucking get to it. Uh, but, but you know, <laughs> no, no, no. I did intend to download it, but I intended to watch it on a Saturday afternoon one time when the ha- I had the house to myself, and you know, in that type of mode. Um, so when Mark said he was going to watch it today, I thought, well, I'll pop it on as well, and then uh, you know, we can have a bit of a chat about it. That'll, that'll be good. Um, it's just, it's mind blowing. I don't understand. Like, I just, I really don't understand. It's, it's difficult to say. It's difficult to talk about too much because I've not seen the one before that this guy directed, and I fucking well do now. I can, I can assure you. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's just, it, it's extremely engaging. First and foremost, it's the way it's shot and the way it's put together is. N- not befitting a fifth sequel to a 90s Van Damme movie at all. Um, the, the, the sound is, it, the sound design is incredible. The shots are incredible. It moves at a lovely pace. It remembers to, you know, it's, it's got sort of nice dramatic sort of weird eerie sequences, but then it just drops in a fantastic action sequence every now and again. Um, it's just, it's, 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 Incredible, like really, really, really good, um, and th- you know, there's just—it's not as good, cl- clearly. I think the message is it's not as good as, as maybe it deserves to be, but there's stuff in there that just sort of doesn't belong in a way. But you're you're so pleased that it's there. Like at, at one point, sort of like kind of towards the end, um, when the the lead character—I'm not going to spoil anything here—but the lead character is ends up on a boat and is being taken from from one point to another point. There's this sort of long, beautiful shot of this sort of marshland or sort of swampland 
um, river and that they're going down, thing, and yeah. yeah, and they've got this sort of like almost uh, I spit on your grave sort of shot where he's sort of like at the front end of the boat, and, and you know, and you can just see him carting along, and the music's fantastic. And I turn around to Claire, who was sat behind me, just pottering away on the iPad, and I turn around, and I was like, "Look at this! Why is this in this film? It just..." <laughs> It didn't make sense, but um, yeah, I think there's great creative stuff in there. It the drama feels a bit Lynchian from time to time. I'm sorry if that sounds ridiculous, but it kind of does. The, the one scene in a, in a hotel room, in particular, in, in a mirror, I, I just felt it had that sort of weird eeriness about it. Something a lot to do with the sound, I think. And then there's sort of like car scenes that feel a bit sort of Neville Dean Taylor, and then there's action scenes that do quite interesting things and stuff that frankly I've never seen before. The scene in the shop is amazing. I will watch that again tomorrow, that scene. It's brilliant. It's really brilliant. Yeah, I mean, I'll say I, this morning, ordered the 3D Blu-ray of this. It, 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 <laughs> it's in 3D? It was, no shot, it was shot in 3D. Um, yeah, so like, how can you make this how can you make the strobing sequences? Anyone who's seen it will know what I'm talking about. How can you make those be any better? Have Van Damme's bald head appear in 3D? That's how. Um, <laughs> it, it, it just, like, I mean, like, the whole film feels like a statement of intent. A from a director like giving a calling card, but also one saying, "Look, you, we can do this kind of interesting shit if you know." It's the fifth film in the Universal Soldier franchise. No one gives a fuck. Let's use that and try and make people give a fuck again by doing something completely unexpected. Like the opening sequence is a massive statement of intent. And I mean, like maybe a little bit spoilery here, but it's like the first five, ten minutes of the film. Um, First person sequence of a guy being woken up by his daughter saying there's a monster in the house and him going, oh, whatever fuck off no way he doesn't say that but um like any he checks it out and there are people in the house and they beat the shit out of him and it's revealed that it was van damme and then they basically basically kill his wife and his kid but the whole thing is done first person like it, it not one moment is is cut away from and like I, I watched universal soldier the first one for the first time um last year and um comparing the opening sequence of Universal Soldier to Universal Soldier Day of Reckoning, it's just insane that this is supposed to be part of the same series of films. It's it's nuts. I mean, like, Universal Soldier certainly has its charms, but Day of Reckoning feels like it's just, it's pushing things, and uh, it's, it's, it, it, it really smacks you in the face and says, right, you're going to fucking pay attention to me because I'm interesting, and it kind of keeps that up. It's a little bit too long, would be my only complaint, but it basically keeps that up for the entire film. Yeah, I would say it maybe is sort of quarter of an hour or so too long. That opening sequence is, for me, was um, firstly, was sort of very reminiscent of um, the opening to uh, Gaspar Noé's End of the Void. Sure. Um, the, the fact that it is very much from that, that first-person uh, aspect and you have the mirror bit, and you have the him talking, and you can hear it over, um, almost if it's a narration of that, and the fact it's all from there, it, it, it kind of uses that jarringness of it, and it, it is a, it is an insanely loud film, and I know you mentioned about the, the sound design, the sound design is brilliant, because it is constantly just going bang, 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 and in the, 
you know, these prolonged long fight scenes, you know, you've got both guys who are always constantly making noise. It's it's a very it's a very loud film, which is which kind of works with it for some reason. Yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. And I mean, it's mixed up with um, this like really nice imagery as well. Like it's obviously been shot digitally, and apparently they had like twelve million dollars in fourteen days to shoot this or something. So I mean, that's a fair, fair whack of money, but for like an action film, I suppose not really. But I mean, I mean, it looks great, and like you say, the sound design. I mean, sound design obviously costs less than visuals. You can do an awful lot more with an unlimited budget with sound than than visuals. But it manages to to do the both. I mean, um, the the strobing stuff, I, I think, is just all like, amazing. Like the the way the way it's used with the sound and like how intense it is as well. Like I don't remember, I don't remember another film doing that kind of fast rate of strobing for that long. You, you know, I mean, like there's um, the, the 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 sequence where. Um, Dolph Lundgren first stabs the um, the beardy guy, and then like says, "Oh, he's going to show you the truth or whatever." And then it, and then it starts. It it's just it goes on for ages, and you've got this like high pitched whine, and it, it, it is just it, it it's incredibly immersive. Um, but at the, I mean, it's like incredibly disconcerting, you know, and it, it just kind of just odd. The whole thing's got a really really odd vibe, which does delve into the kind of exploitation-y bloody goodness at moments and particularly towards the end of the film but at the same time it is creating this kind of like nightmarish alternate world conspiracy thriller thing which uh, I I, I, want to see where they go next especially with the ending that you have here where they're going to go next because there'll probably be another one because I think this is actually done quite well yeah, it's done. You know, it's it's very much a film. You know, we're getting towards these films where there's a lot of films being made for the the VOD um, aspect and going straight for that uh, that video on demand. Not even you know they release it in a couple of countries just to kind of go right. Well, we can release it here and here and here because it'll play well here. But majority of this is this is made to be uh, on demand and to be a, a home viewing thing, and it's going sort of a little bit back to the way that you used to get some um, studios who would essentially just make films uh, in the VHS era to be to go straight to video. You know, they might get a little limited sort of theatre theatrical run, but they were made for smaller budgets and to go, right, they're made for home video. And we're swinging back around to that to an extent now with films like this. There's nothing wrong with that. I think that no, the, no, it's not. No, the, it's, the, it's, the it's thing, good. but the the thing that impressed me about it is really, I mean, Universal Soldier. I would, I would say, I'd have to check. I don't know. I think Universal Soldier did have a a theatrical release, but I think anyway, I could be completely. Yeah, no, it did. It was directed by Roland Emmerich. I mean, right, it was, it was right. a fairly big deal back in the day. Yeah, but it felt like. But I mean, I think that that's probably because of the because of the time and because you know. Jean Claude Van Damme um, was a headline name, but totally. to a degree, so was Dolph Lundgren. And the fact that these, it was these two together, you know, it, it was like the equivalent then of, of perhaps on a smaller scale, seeing you know Arnie and and, and Stallone on the screen together. It was it was kind of a big deal, but it 
at the same time um, felt the film itself when you watch the film felt very much like a straight to video action movie I think um, and I think where where this differs is you've just got you you've got the action beats in there and it's not afraid it's not afraid to get dirty when it wants to get dirty and believe me it does get fucking dirty um, but really what is holding all those action beats in place and they come along at the right time it's paced just right what's holding all that in place is this art house aesthetic around it that just you know without screaming it from the rooftops or without doing you know without I'm, I don't want to criticise Neville Dean Taylor but without doing don't you say pull it, I wouldn't <laughs> without pulling stunts in the same way as, as Neville Dean Taylor might it seems to sort of say to you alright this is this is something a bit better this is something a bit different and a cut above but while it's doing all that it just, it just remembers to come back every now and again and have somebody I mean that whole um, early scene where you've got the uh, is it like a brothel where you're just kind of seeing the individual sort of like um, soldiers in, in their individual rooms just and you're, you're just seeing each one of them one of them's just like sat there just he's obviously just paid a prostitute to nail his hand to a to a board for some reason it's just moments like that that it's just I don't know it just keeps that stuff coming and then, and then just drifts off into something dreamlike and weird. It's fucking cracking. And uh, it's uh, it's also um, important to note as well with the action. Was there any CG in the entire no. film? No. I remember well, not that I noticed because I remember thinking at one point actually quite late on in um, a scene that I'll refer to as the video game sequence. Sure. Um, yeah. At that point, I kind of thought to myself, I was like, have I seen any CG? And I started thinking back to even the car chases and when they smash, you know, when they smash the car up. I, did, I don't recall seeing any CG there. I mean, I think it, it, was, it, was, it was a strong... It seemed to be reveling in the fact that it was very much sort of all sort of practical. I mean, it's, it's astonishing that they made this film... Um, in, how long did you, you say, um, Ian, it took you there to make it? Uh, it was like fourteen days or something. Like it was like a couple of weeks they had. Apparently. I'm uh, I'm amazed that they had a carpenter that could make that many tables and <laughs> chairs and stuff for them to smash into and smash over each other in that amount of time. I actually I'm going to look that up because I'm starting to think maybe I'm talking out my ass. Hang on. It was. It, it, it's yeah. I mean, it is. It, it, it is an incredible looking film at times. Um, where it, it has this kind of almost sort of transient, sort of cerebral um, sort of flow to it that kind of it kind of just ticks along very slowly and then goes, oh, this can happen now. Uh, it, it's it is a very strange film. <laughs> I really like the um, the bad guy structure as well because you've got um, obviously the sort of overarching bad guy is Van Damme's character although to a degree he's kind of a hero in the bigger sense of the story because of what he's been able to achieve for these people who've been done wrong by the government um, so you've got him sort of as the overarching baddie you've got um, Dolph Lundgren as his kind of not kind of his number two but as kind of a leader of, of the men in his own right but 
because you can't have them two characters running about and, and doing all sorts of stuff throughout the entire film you've also got in the background the sort of FBI stuff that's going on the conspiracy the, you know, that relates to the films that have come before um, but you've got this incredible character who's introduced early on um, who I think I'd probably just refer to as the plumber um, and as soon as he turns up Every time he turns up, I'm like, fucking yes, this guy's back. And there's one point where he turns up and it's a, you know, it leads to a very important action scene. Um, but that moment where he turns up um, in a plumber van, in, in his sort of plumbing van, I've just fucking cheered. I was like, yes, I really, I'm so glad to see this guy again because um, I know he's going to kick some ass. And just, it was interesting that they they structured everything like that. They put Lundgren's there. Um, Van Damme's there, but we've also got this interesting bad guy to run through the film as well and take you to to Lundgren and Van Damme at the end. Yeah, I mean, even though Lundgren and Van Damme obviously are the, are the two top billing, they're not really they're not really in it all that much. Um, but the bits that they are in are, you know, they are very good value for it. They are very entertaining for it. I mean, Lundgren's essentially in it for what is he in it for three scenes? I think maybe. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's, he's monologue and he has the opening bits, but you know, in his his, his, his final scene, that he's he's great value for it. He, he adds a little bit of kind of levity to it because it is quite a heavy and a bit of humour as well. Actually, I found it yeah. quite funny in this. It was yeah. There's a specific moment where something happens to him and he turns around and says something to uh, Scott Atkins' character, and it's just very, you know, it, it, it's a. It, 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 it adds, like I said, just those little moments that just kind of lift it that little bit, uh, which which is very good. And then you've got the truly fucking the weirdness of that um, final. This isn't giving anything away. You know that there's going to be a final fight scene between uh, Atkins and Van Damme. You know, just from the fucking posters, basically. Um, but then you've got the way that Van Damme is his appearance is just fucking strange and I like the fact that it's not explained why he's done that it just it, that's what he's done and it, it, it works so wonderfully well is Audrey Hepburn selling chocolate bars now? is that a galaxy was, ad? I, I, think, yeah, I think Audrey Hepburn is selling galaxies yes is that actually have they CG'd her face onto a model or something or is that just a lookalike? Uh, think it's, it's a combination of the two. I think it's a lookalike that they've made look a little bit more alike. That's really creepy. It looks fucking exactly like her. It does, doesn't it? It is a little bit fucking weird. I can't see how many fucking days. I've read it somewhere how many days it took to shoot. Apparently, oh, apparently the we'll one... Say it's I hope so. Um, The one before um, looks like it actually has the guy who played the plumber but in a different role. He hasn't got any like beard or facial hair or anything. So can, we... I, can I just point out? Um, if everyone just seen that advert for the um, Sky on Demand service there, that was just yeah. on a second ago, right? That advert has been running for about the past, I would say, six months. Right? That is the first time it has shown you how to plug the cable in the back of your Ethernet. <laughs> I reckon I've had loads of complaints of people going, "Oh, my my box doesn't work. Where are all my movies?" Uh, and then they've got a... Oh, yeah, it's showing oh. it again now, yeah. Yeah. 
I, I reckon that's what's happened there, is that people have been saying, I can't get these. Why do you have to get a separate box for it? For, for that, for that? No, all you have to do is, you have, it, no, you have, is uh, on your Sky HD box, all you do is you plug oh, your plug Ethernet, your Ethernet into, into your... Right, okay, so it's exactly yeah, yeah, same as a, as a UV. Yeah. yeah, but uh, I think people just thought that it came on general normal Sky. Ah. I wouldn't think that, but then I'm not fucking stupid, am I? So. No, but, you know, when you go through the... Um, the Slightly run-down areas of most city, you'll see sky dishes everywhere. So yeah. they're the sort of people who are going, "Why, why, why can't I watch that new Tony Hawk film?" One thing I did notice on the adverts actually is um, Skyfall's available on Sky Box Office at the moment. Yeah. I, I didn't know that. The, I didn't know that release dates for were that close on stuff like that now. Oh yes, Skybox office stuff. Um, it comes out the date comes out on DVD and Blu-ray. Really? Fucking hell! Yeah. It's not going to look as nice as the Blu-ray though. No, it's not. But it's you know it's just inching ever ever closer oh, yeah. to that wonderful yeah. day of Universal releases where I yeah. won't have to leave my house to watch the Avengers two or Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy. I can just pop it straight on my telly. Well, that, that's the thing. I mean, like with Universal Soldier, even I know it's a completely different kettle of fish from the Avengers Two. But yeah, yeah, the fact that it's like you know, it's already on Netflix US, um, Super HD five point one. It looks really nice. You know, like the HD. It's a really, really good transfer. And um, I don't know, this kind of like day and date kind of shit. Like even. Um, I mean, especially with having Netflix US like that, um, Liar's Autobiography, the um, thing about Graham Chapman that came out in, like, very limited release in UK cinemas, like, a couple of Fridays back, it's on US Netflix. Mm. You know, it's just like, bang, there you go. Like, this Universal Soldier, I've been meaning to watch it for weeks through other means, but then it just popped up on Netflix, I was like, fuck it, I'll just watch it through this. It's at least somewhat legit as well, which is nice. You know, I mean, it just it, it helps. And, and you know what? I ordered the Steelbook 3D Blu-ray, which I am going to watch very happily on Thursday morning before driving to Mike's Dad. Once upon, uh, I noticed Once Upon a Time in Antolia was on, um, was it on BBC Four or something like that the other week? Film Four was. Was on Film Four. But uh, one thing I've noticed as well in terms of sort of documentaries, uh, over the last year, documentaries have started appearing on um, BBC Four and... uh, Channel 4 and um, uh, sorry, More 4 and stuff like that kind of well, I don't know if it's at the same time as they're they're released on DVD or or if it's instead of or or what but very often what seems to be happening now is you'll get a documentary like a music documentary or uh, just, you know any any, any awards winning documentary or anything like that, they'll sort of reskin it and put it on BBC Four under the name, you know, under the name Storyville, Storyville. or something yeah. like that. And that seems to be happening quite a lot. Because what did I notice it with the other day? Um, oh, TPBAFK. I mean, I know that's sort of that's a, a, a strange one because you know it's been made available free as a torrent, so it's a bit of a weird example. But it's a brand new film and it's it's been reskinned and put on BBC Four as Storyville. Um, I forget the name that they gave it, um, but it wasn't TPBAFK. Uh, so I've started to notice that quite. I can imagine something like The Imposter being on 
um, you know, being on BBC Four or more Four if it have if it hasn't already, um, or maybe uh, um, what what's it called, Sound City or something like that. I think uh, I think the Imposter is going to be on BBC Two in a couple of months. Right. Um, but I think because because it you know because it won it was going to be on earlier, but then it got so much attention and you know it won the BAFTA mm. and there was all these other bits that they kind of decided right well well it's selling quite well on 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 Blu-ray and DVD maybe with this one we we channel it back a little bit and push it you know oh, music document. Music documentaries are a good example of it as well. I would very much, I would absolutely expect to see Sound City on TV very soon. Because um, I remember maybe about a year or so ago, whenever it was the back and forth, the Foo Fighters documentary came out about uh, waste, the making of Wasting Light. That was on TV pretty much the same week that it came out on DVD. Because I remember somebody telling me that they bought it on DVD and they're like, oh yeah, you, you'll really enjoy it. And I was like, yeah, I recorded it the other day. I'm going to watch it when I get home. So, yeah. Well, I mean, a, a strange one um, is on Thursday, I think it was. Um, Side by Side went up on UK Netflix. I wondered about that. I thought, and now it's gone. It went um, on. It was on on Thursday. It was on on Friday, and then it went Saturday. Because it's on US Netflix. I wondered about US. that because I saw it on the UK one and I thought, hang on a second, have I just accidentally gone to the US one by mistake? But no, it was, it, it it was, was on the UK, okay. Yeah, because well, I, I checked it. I, I saw it on Thursday on that, but I thought that I must have seen it on the US Netflix. And then UK Netflix um, tweeted that Side by Side was on it on Friday. So on Friday, I texted my nephew and said, oh, it's a really good film documentary you should check out on Netflix called Side by Side. And then on Saturday, yesterday, he texted and said, oh, I can't find that Side by Side documentary. So I thought, oh, all right, I'll have a look. So I had a look, um, and sure enough, wasn't there anymore. Still on the US Netflix, still on the Canadian Netflix but not on the UK Netflix. Well, the thing is, at the moment, you'll pay a tenner if you want to stream it on Curzon On Demand. You know, so they're, they're still they're still kind of mining uh, that. It's... Well, may, may, maybe Curzon has said, hang on a minute, you know, we're supposed to get this for X amount of time. Mm. Free of charge. You know, we're supposed to get the exclusivity on this for a certain amount of time. Don't get me started on Curzon on demand. I think like a tenner to stream that shit is ridiculous. Like, it's, it's not even HD. No, it seems I, I, like it, a good it, service as well. So it's a shame. Yeah, it is. It, it should be. It should. If, if it was, if it was seven quid, I'd do it. But it's not. It's a tenner. You know, when you, when you, it's something that you can wait a few weeks for, you know, a couple of months for, and buy the Blu-ray for like an extra couple of quid I'd fuck it I'd prefer to do that it's the only time the only time I did it was for Holy Motors but that was because I was desperate to see Holy Motors sorry well see I like that's the thing though wasn't Holy Motors when that was on Curzon on Demand wasn't that still doing it sort of limited theatrical at the time yeah it was but I mean it was like Cardiff it, it didn't come to Cardiff for a few weeks right. it's, it's like um, To The Wonder even though I'd love to see that in HD or whatever if that was on Curzon On Demand this weekend I'd pay a tenner yeah. because I really want to fucking see To The see, Wonder that, but that's the thing though if it's if it's a film that's if they can make it available in HD and, and if it's a film that's currently showing in cinemas then I say fair enough 
like I've I've said before, if um, you know, if if there was ever a case, uh, if there was ever a time where they introduced universal uh, universal releases, uh, universal release dates, and they decided to do what I know they've talked about before, which is sort of uh, premium box office. Uh, payment. So, you know, for example, uh, Iron Man 3 comes out on April the 27th. You can have it in your living room in HD, but you have to pay 25 quid for it. Fine, I'll do. It. I'll I'll pay that. Fine. If it a lot, maybe 20 quid or something like that. Um, Even or, you know, though you've got a Cineworld card. Yeah. Wow. Well, I think I think I think it's different for yeah for stuff like that, um, and that's different. But when it's something like like Holy Motors, uh, I think it's it's that's a strange one. That the fact that they're charging a, a, a tenner to watch, you know, that does seem a little bit strange. You know, I could see, I'd happily pay, let's say, um, like you say, twenty quid if if I could watch. Um, the, like you said, the next Iron Man. If I could watch that on my 42-inch in HD, sat here for 20 quid, rather than go to view and watch it and pay, you know, 25 quid, fuck it, yeah, I'd be. But for event for event movies, it makes sense. Am I going to pay mm. 20 quid? Am I going to pay 20, 25 quid to watch Mama? No, <laughs> it's you know no. for event movies for big blockbusters. Uh, that are, you know, peppered throughout the calendar. If they wanted to tie some, tie up some sort of deal with Sky to get them to host it, uh, or you know, whatever the, the correct way to say it is, if if they wanted to do something like that, and I'd pay it definitely. With to to not have the the stress and the worry that I'm going to have this film that I've been looking forward to for ages ruined by some cock behind me laughing at the wrong parts or kicking me in the back of the chair or explaining to his girlfriend what's going on and getting it all wrong fucking too right I would did you see yeah that? I mean it, 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 it's what I will say is in, in the space of a week I went to see three films at my uh, local view I went to see um, Bullets Ahead uh, Movie 43 and something else I can't remember what it was um, and I'll be honest uh, the uh the only one that I had any trouble with was movie 43. Uh, but that was, was fine, it was great. Um, the you know There was a few people sat there who, who seemed to be enjoying it. Um, and the other thing I went to see was... It was whatever we covered last on the podcast. What was it, Ian? Uh, Diard. Diard, yeah. Diard. And the only... I, I thought I was going to a problem because there was a big lady uh, who was sat on the seat directly in front of me. Despite the fact that there was maybe, I went to quite early screening, there was maybe sort of 20 other people in there. So there was a lot of seats free. Um, because it was allocated seating, she sat in her allocated seat, which was a seat in front of mine. So I shifted a long one. But before the movie had started, she'd eaten a big tub of ice cream with, you know, not with her just, hands. <laughs> not, not just like sprinkles on it, with like a layer of sprinkles, a layer of sauce. She ate that. And I'm not joking, she ate that before the trailer started. She ate that while the adverts were on. And then... It's a good job out, it's not a long film, as she might have turned around and started looking at you. Bear in mind, <laughs> um, this was, this was about half eleven in the morning. She then pulled out a big bag of Maltesers and started eating them as well. And I was thinking, this woman's, this woman's going to start clutching her left arm about ten minutes into this film. And all I'm going to be thinking is, 
oh god, I hope they don't have to stop this film for this woman to have a stroke. Uh, but 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 do you know what? The minute and she wouldn't shut up, and I thought, great, this is going to be it. But then the minute the film started, she wrapped up her Maltesers, put in a bag, and sat back. No, she, she sat really far forward and rested her arms on the seat in front of her, which nobody was sat on, and she watched the film from there the rest of the time. And I thought, do you know what? She looked really fucking comfortable. Either that, or she's gone, God, I think I'm going to be sick. I need to lean forward. Uh, but, it, you know, it was great, and it, it wasn't that bad. But, yeah, you do get that sinking feeling going into cinemas nowadays where you think, I just spent 25 quid, and am I going to be pissed off? Ten minutes into the movie, because once you get pissed off in a cinema, that's it. Oh, and I am gonna rant the fuck about this movie later on. What about this Beast? movie? Beasts of the Wild. No, I, 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 you want a little bit of a delay. I think I'm I might flight. be actually. Yeah. I think you, you guys might be a little bit of delay. I'm on flight at the moment. All right. Okay. Oh, I will rant about that movie later. Still the master. That's interesting. Oh, here we go. Fly. I might refresh this actually. Yeah, I think I might. I think it, I think the the app is a SkyGo app is a little bit delayed to the. Oh, what is that? Oh, that I won't mention winners then when the actual award ceremony comes on. I won't when it gets to who's won. I will remain quiet and let one of you guys do the reaction bit. Oh, fucking hell, Batman and Robin's over on Sky Action at the moment. Could be watching that. that. It's Batman and Robin and then Batman Forever. (laughs) They obviously know nobody's watching any of the other channels right now. I'll tell you what, though, Friday the 13th Part 8, Jason Takes Manhattan's on. Jason Takes Manhattan's a great fucking film. Single best um, horror kill ever. Head punch? Oh, God, yeah. Head punch? Yeah. On the rooftop? Take your best shot, and then he just punches his head clean <laughs> off, and then it fucking rolls down into a garbage like um, garbage thing, and then the lid falls on it. It's amazing. Yes. Yes, that, that, is, that is pretty damn good. Um, so, um, it's, uh, it's quarter past midnight, and we haven't run out of steam just yet. I, I think it's funny that... Um, this Oscars red carpet live thing has had that one bit with the boob woman and then it's just been a load of EPK footage. If there's fucking two, if there's two hours to go then I guess nobody's turned up yet, have they? Longley McBoobs is back, by the way, guys. You are about to be treated in a second. Wow, we're really behind, aren't we? Yeah, Jennifer Lawrence has just slapped Bradley Cooper. You are, you're about, I would say you're about a minute behind them. Weird. Even in this, it, like, it's that in this day and age, it's like, what? I'm 30 seconds behind. This is outrage. Yeah. Well, I, I was the other day, the, the, earlier today. I was walking around IKEA, and um, I, I, I was, I, I, I noticed as I was walking in, I got a tweet, and I was walking around IKEA, and I wanted to look at what the tweet was, and I couldn't get, I couldn't look at it because I didn't have uh, coverage. Where, where in, 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 I was something sort of went. What the what the fuck is going on? And I actually turned around uh, Becky and went, Jesus fucking Christ! It's like two thousand fucking seven in here. I, this I, is ridiculous. I, I think I think IKEA does that. You can't get any reception in the IKEA in Cardiff either. I think they just do it to make people focus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, what, we went they in can't there. do that in fucking cinemas. We went in there to buy uh, sofa covers and came out with a new table. Some sofa covers, some towels, a new bath mat, 
Um, I thought you were going to say we went in to buy sofa covers and came out with a sofa. No, luckily, we, our sofa came from Ikea, and the idea was we've got one wow. that you can get new covers for. So it's completely changed the look of our of our living room. But yeah, uh, I've got curtains, new curtains, and loads of new stuff. Oh, and I have a remote cabin on the side of my sofa now. <laughs> a remote cabin? Is that one of those things cabin. that hangs down the side like a whole And I've got my remotes in, but I can nice. literally... I, I can literally, I can, I can draw them. What? I can sit here, <laughs> Val Kilmer in Tombstone, and go, bam, and change the channel. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad I watched Tombstone recently, because now I get that reference. Brilliant. Mm. See, the amount of times, the amount of times, I, I, like, I don't know, someone's going someone's gonna to crop in my sky and say, blah, blah, is about, about to sing, and I'm going to go, I'm your Huckleberry, bam! Change the channel. Nice. There's um, distinct lack of celebrities, sorry. It's got two little middle bits that I can put my PS3 controller in. I'm looking at an incredible remote holster at the moment. Mm. Looking good. I'm telling you, it'll change your life. Oh, hello, what's going on there? So, that's Convention A. Wallace and the guy from Mumford and Sons? <laughs> Mark uh, is that that guy from Perks of the... No. No. Who is that? I will never know. Who was the um, the Oscar chump last year on on Sky Movies? Was it um, what's the face? Oh, silly bitch! I filmed two thousand and twelve. Winkleman. Yeah, Winkleman. was it her? I think she was the year before. It was Alex Zane last year. Oh, was it Alex Zane last year? Yeah. yeah. They just can't seem to get it right, can they? I- I'm sorry, yeah. Alex Zane is is low rent. Really low rent. Alex Zane uh, comes from Leeds um, and used to go and see a couple of bands that I used to go and see. And I, at the time, when I was about 17, I knew Alex Zane. As you know, those people you know through other people. Mm. And so you end up often sort of sat around the same table as him at a bar and stuff like that. And you can kind of chat away to him and you know... You know him to say hello to, but you know you wouldn't have his mobile number or anything like that. Um, and he was always quite into, you know, he always knew his shit on films. But then whenever you see him on any sort of film show and stuff like that, he just seems so vacuous. I think the, like, problem with the, the problem with the problem with the problem I have with him though on something like this is he doesn't like. I don't mind him on stuff. I don't mind him on RudeTube. I don't mind him on you know Balls of Steel that type of thing. But he's a very he's got a very sarcastic tone, and he's got a very sort of light-hearted patter about him. And on something like this, I know we're talking about red carpet stuff, and it's not that that important, but. I'd rather have somebody that's got a little bit of grab. I'm not talking about Stephen Fry. I, I'm just talking about you know somebody who can just talk about stuff in a sort of I don't know in a in a in a in a, in a respectable manner and just be a little bit more. Um, what's the right way of putting it without sounding like a snob? Just less, less like a, just less, less evil. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A, a, a little bit more. Um, class, a, a just, a bit, bit, just a bit more class. Yeah, 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 I think that's 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 spot on. Yeah, somebody who, when they're wearing a suit, doesn't look like they're at a wedding. Yes, or, or who doesn't look like he's wearing a skinny tie, ironically. Yeah. Mm. Somebody who usually wears a suit anyway and just happens mm. to be wearing one. 
Oh, do you know what? The the Galaxy ads just come on again, and it, yeah. it just said something about Audrey Hepburn trademark something or other. Well, their kids have probably got her trademark, haven't they? There she is. She's eating a Galaxy. Do you know what? I prefer it to that fucking annoying one where that woman's doing the voiceover saying, oh, they'll never find this hide place. What? In a box under your sofa? Oh, is that... that Oh, no, I always get that one confused with the Sheba ad for cat food. Because it's like cat food and simple. chocolate appear to be like the two essential ingredients for any lonely 30-something-year-old woman. Mm. Yeah. Even if you're a former the, desperate housewife. The, the other morning, mm. very, very hungover on Friday morning, I had to go, before I went to work, I had to go and buy cat food and toilet roll. And I went into the shop and bought eight rolls of... <laughs> of toilet roll and four, four cans of cat food at seven in the morning. Nice. <laughs> that's one of those shopping lists that's just <laughs> like you just feel like you you walk up to the counter and you should like look at the person behind the counter and go, "What? I'm hungry." <laughs> just just walk out and let them try and it, figure it out themselves. It, it's like it's like there's, there's certain things you can't buy together. Like you can't buy a magazine and toilet paper yeah, on exactly, their own at the yeah. same time because you're basically going. I need a shit. I don't know. Studicrem and Tyler roll. <laughs> yeah. A couple of weeks back, I bought a pack of pork ribs, rib steaks, and a pack of condoms. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> now, here's a question: Why are they bothering advertising Lincoln? Like everybody who's watching this will have seen Lincoln by now. Yeah, that's a very good point. I think it's just to remind people... I'm not going to lie, so far, there's been a lot of Lincoln on this coverage. Well, the Oscar... Nom- they had this like Oscar nomination special thing on before this, and it was Alex Zane narrating it, saying that Lincoln's the one to beat. And it was just like, wow, that that's very, very last month. Yeah, and have you guys... Have you guys had a little... A little flutter? A little... Kind of. Well, do you know what? Before we get into this, I'm just going to have my first beer, actually, because betting and alcohol seems appropriate. I'll be back in a sec. Yes. I'm a a terrible gambler, and I I don't usually bet on stuff, but every year I like to put kind of like a tenner's worth of, you know, sort of add it a little bit of interest into it with the Oscars. Yeah, I, I without doubt, uh, sorry, without question, every single year I always put money on the Oscars. Just, you know, I wrote I wrote a post on it um, and my reasons for um, betting on the Oscars on Film Run, if anybody wants to go and read that. Uh, but basically, I don't bet on the Oscars to win um, because I don't. There, there isn't really a way you can, I don't think, um, because if you want to bet on the things that are absolutely definitely going to win, you're not going to get the odds. It's as simple as that. Um, the Oscars is one of those things that certain people, you know, you can, if, if you wanted to find out who is definitely going to win best picture this year, there are ways of speaking to certain people in the industry and finding out a little bit more. So it's not like, a, it's not like a sport. It's not like it could go either way. There is information out there that you can find out. However, I always bet on um, the stuff that I want to win or the stuff that I think has a chance for a couple of reasons and has decent odds. 
So I kind of play those things off each other and come up with a list of things that um, that I put a few quid on. And you know, as I say, the main reason is to is to make it more interesting. It's not to win money, but it's also to kind of just back certain people and certain films that have that I've enjoyed for whatever those specific reasons are. I'm, I'm, I'm back in again now, right? Yeah, cool. sorry, folks, we lost Mark for a second there, but we yeah. were trying to keep it smooth and silky. But okay, we have our first star on the uh, on the red on the we red did, carpet. Yeah. Speaking of red carpet, it's Jessica Chastain. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hey, uh, she she is phenomenally stunning, isn't she? She has a phenomenally red carpet, I would imagine. I don't know, you know. Actually, I'm not. I'm not that crazy about Jessica Chastain. I quite liked her look in Mama, I must say. She got, um, I, I, I haven't watched that yet. I thought she was absolutely drop-dead stunning in Lawless. See, I love a redhead as well. I, I, I really like redheads, but I would rather take... Um, what's her name? Ron Howard's daughter? Bryce Dallas. Oh, oh, yeah. Bryce Dallas Howard. Bryce Dallas Howard. She's got. In, she looks. She looks like a hot version of Jessica Chastain to me. In 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 fifty fifty, she is just mm. phenomenal. Yeah. Um. Who's who is this woman? Um. I recognise. She's her. got a red dress on. Yeah. Who is? Oh, she? is it? Wait, hang on a minute. Oh, they're just bouncing around with far too many people. Is that Kelly Rowland? Um. Where? Oh, look at it. It's it's man of the year. You're about to get Channing Tatum. Kerry oh, Washington. Wash- oh, of course it is. It's old Broomhilda. Oh, Broomhilda. Yeah, I knew I recognised yes. someone. So if she was naked and screaming, being dragged out of a box. I would have recognised her. <laughs> <laughs> You've had a good weekend. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. It is Kelly Rowland. Yeah. That's kind of relevant. She's talking, uh, like, like I say, man of the year, Mr. Tatum. And Is that his missus? Yeah. She's pregnant, not just that. Right, this, oh, I'm going to full screen this one. This, oh, fucking shit it off. What are you watching on, Ian? In fact, in fact why don't we um, describe our, our individual setups? Um, I'm at my PC. <laughs> is everything just going through that? Yeah. Are you? Are you, are you, are you, are you I'm watching it on TV, and uh, I've got my laptop obviously in front of me. Are you doing your iPad Mini and laptop? Yeah, because basically, I, I, if if I wanted to have um, Twitter and um, Twitter and the internet and Skype open on my laptop, if I if I was doing that and I had the Oscars streaming video in the background, my Mac would just fucking melt. So luckily, it, it was it was great. It was a great call. I was able to get SkyGo access from you because uh, we would have had problems otherwise. So being able to have just just the the Oscars playing on on the the iPad that's saved my life. Yeah. Oh, who is this? Um, is that Amanda Seyfried? Is yeah. Yes. She's quite tall, isn't she? No, I think it's just good shoes. She's she's actually quite short. You know this from personal experience. Yeah, no, I would fucking wish. 
Oh, did anyone see that? Did anyone see that, that somebody was tweeting saying that um, the um, oh, what's it called? Loveless was going to be on on oh, Netflix. Netflix US. Did you see that it got taken down very quickly? And apologies <laughs> because it shouldn't have been on there, and it was a complete mistake. Mm. Yeah, I mean, that's. I thought, yeah, that was a bit of a weird one, wasn't it? Eh? But. I don't know, I can see that one that Lindsay Lohan's in just going straight to Netflix. The, the um, Loveless. No, the. Which one? Uh, oh, the can, um, Canyons, yeah. Canyons. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, that'll go straight to some kind of um, VOD, won't it? The thing is, as well, is when that first trailer came out for that, I saw her and I was like, oh, this might be alright. And then the second trailer came out, I was like, no, this is going to be awful. Yeah, they seem to be doing like different themed kind of trailers. Yeah. I've seen a, a Grindhouse trailer for it, a film noir trailer for it, um, and it's. It, it, I think I've seen another style of trailer go for it. They just they seem to be kind of trying to pitch it in all these different ways um, as kind of like a as generate different interest and to make people more curious in it than they actually should be. Who's the director? Isn't it somebody... Paul Schrader. Paul Schrader, Paul Schrader, Paul Schrader right. Uh, Brett Easton Ellis has written it, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Brett Easton Ellis is either very good or very bad. Yeah. Um, I hope these Go women are Quaventure Wallace's bodyguards. I think that's a that's mum and a sister. Wow. And she um, she was announced... Oh, something's about to happen. She was announced today what's as... Um, what's that guy crouching down for in the background? He's, 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 he's going to steal something. It looks like he's going to put his hand up Covenginae's Wallace. <laughs> oh, what is what? It? Do you know what? I'm a little bit behind you guys. That's hilarious. Look at him go. What is he doing? You know, you said a minute ago that uh, Amanda Seyfried looked really tall. Mm. Yeah. Wait until Jennifer Lawrence yeah. comes up in a second. <laughs> Fucking hell. That woman that she's talking to, that... Uh, that crypt keeper that she's talking it to. It must just be the crypt keeper. <laughs> I think the crypt keeper's just really small. She is. She's tiny. Wait, who is that woman? I've seen her in a movie recently. Isn't uh, she like a comedian? I, I I don't know, but she's she's t- she she must be really really short. I mean, or, 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 or what she's doing is she's fucking with all the celebrities' minds and just putting like a different box, different size box there every time. That's so, why. I do. That, what is it? Uh, they, Wallace is just going to be stood like eight foot above her, sort of looking <laughs> down on her. I'd, if I was doing this, I'd just have like bionic shoes underneath my dress, <laughs> and then like as I was talking to people, because you see, as the, as the celebrities on the red carpet, they're always like looking around them to see what's going on around them. Every time she turned around, I would just pop it up a few inches and then down a bit, just properly mess with them. <laughs> because you know, presenting on the Oscars red carpet just wouldn't be entertaining enough for me. I'd have to do something like that. Yeah, you would do. Basically, presenting on the Oscars red carpet seems to me like they're going. Oh, drop, drop to come to the Oscars, drop to come to the Oscars. Uh, drop to come to the Oscars, Kelly Rowland. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Right, what I want you to do is want you to stand outside. Can I not go in? Fuck off now. No. <laughs> Try to an actress, not the, not the other one out of Destiny's yeah. Channel. She's going to say, yeah, but can I not come in? I know Jennifer Hudson. No. No. But, but, but I know Beyonce and Jay-Z. Yeah, but let's be honest. 
they don't answer your calls. Whenever they, whenever you ring them, I bet they go, oh, God, and just turn over the iPhone and place it down, screen down. Shit, it's that, X, it's that X Factor judge on the phone again. Yeah, oh, fuck. She probably, wants to, do, she probably wants to do a reunion tour. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, kind of busy with a career. So we've sold down as not, but has she been in anything recently? Um, I don't know. She's, well, she's in Star Trek this year, isn't she? But... Oh, yeah. I don't okay. feel like I've seen her in anything since, like, The Losers. Mm. Uh, she was in that Columbiana. Columbiana. Oh, yeah. Yeah, which was terribly dull. I heard that. That was, um, um, that was Megaton, wasn't it? He directed that, yeah. didn't he? Yeah. Oh, you did, didn't you? Yeah. Um, she's got quite a lot coming out this year, apparently. Can I make a suggestion? Oh, she's going to be um, in the Nina Simone biopic. Didn't even know there was one. Is she playing Nina Simone's dad? No, she's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, what was the suggestion? Oh, the suggestion is because I've got the fucking bladder of a 60 year old man. Um, if 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 either of us are gonna like pop away for a piss, just type in PB on the message on Skype, just so that the others know, rather than just like saying I'm going for a saying, piss. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah, because I'll probably I'll probably be pissing every fucking ten minutes. Yeah, once once this beer starts getting through me, I'll be the same. Guys, another Lincoln act. Jesus well, Christ. Well, mm. with that in mind. I wonder which film had the biggest marketing budget of any of the Oscars. It's, it's bloody ridiculous, though. This film's been out for over a month. Nobody needs to see it anymore. Has it made enough money? Maybe not. Um, maybe not in the UK. I mean, in the US, obviously, it's done stunningly well. But it's just I don't know. Like apart from all the kind of the awardsy kind of stuff and the reviews, it's not exactly UK subject matter, is it? I mean, you know, can you imagine if like if like a hundred years from now there's a fucking film about the coalition? Yeah, yeah. It probably will be. It'll be a satirical comedy. Yeah, yeah. Peter Capaldi's great grandson is fucking David Cameron. Oh, Cat Dealey advertising Pantene because if I want advice on, on hair, I'm going to go to Cat Dealey. And also, have you noticed these? I know this is going to be terribly dull people listening. Have you noticed Di Sirono advert, which is like another Di Sirono cocktail? No, that's not a cocktail. That's just fucking Di Sirono and orange juice. Mm. That's not a cocktail, that's a mixer. That's a very, very good point. Sorry, I'm just getting inspired by the Rennie advert. Oh yeah, okay, here comes the Disarono one. That's so weird. Like you're that you're that ahead. That's Disarono cocktails, not cocktails. Just fucking orange juice. Mm. What the fuck's this sing date? Oh Christ, I saw this on. Um, might have been Charlie Brooker. They like sing to each other to um, get dates or something. Yeah, it, it, it's it, it, it probably exactly as terrible as it sounds. That looks fucking brutal. Right, okay, what's going on now? Oh, the vowel available now. Seen that. Sorry. Of course you've seen it. 
I, I went through Channing Tatum's um, filmography the other day, seen every single Channing Tatum film. You see, the thing is, that's not as bad as it could have been. No, it's not. This reminds me of that um, that trailer that's currently running on TV, and even like I laughed at it, but even Claire laughed at it. Um, I can't remember what the oh, name of the film is, but it starts. It might be yeah, where it starts off with from the director of Dear John, and I just went, "Why are you telling people?" <laughs> uh, but I think Claire went to see Dear John with one of her friends when it came out of the cinema one of her particularly girly friends wanted to go and see it and she thought well it can't be that bad and she said it was one of the most boring films she'd ever seen so even when even she laughed when that came up it was just like they shouldn't be telling people that this I, is from the same director I had to I, I, I've seen Dear John and it is really boring I had to preview that view at like midnight on a Saturday night one day that was depressing Hell, well, I, I watch some. Sh- I watch some shit, but from what I can gather, you watch a lot worse oh, and a I different really kind of shit as well. I, I, I watch. I watch a new level of shit. Yeah, you. Yeah, you do, Mark. I, I make a sport out of it. Mm. What I will say is, is, is Michael Douglas, despite the fact that he's what in his late sixties, early seventies, I still think he could do better. Catherine Zeta-Jones, fucking hell. I fucking despise that woman. I think she's gorgeous. Oh, hello. That's one of the talent, talent fucking vacuums that's won a fucking Oscar. Oh, it's Kurt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Michael Douglas is 68. Jesus. Oh, Jackie Weaver's just walking past there in the background. It is often funny to look at the people who are behind, isn't it? Can we not just talk to Jackie Weaver instead of Daniel Radcliffe, please? Yeah. Daniel, do you think you've ever nominated for an Oscar? Well, yeah, yeah. I was joking. <laughs> Fucking totally. I was just, I was just yanking your chain, dude. Best reacting to one of those clapping monkey toys performance of the year in The Woman in Black. <laughs> Daniel, how does it feel to not be in Harry Potter films anymore? Oh Jesus Christ, are we still doing that? <laughs> Are they together? Yeah. Are they like married? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I got two I didn't know Who designed her dress? Me. That's a weird. That's a weird dress. I'm just gonna cut this bit. JJ oh. Abrams on it. I've got a. I, 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 I forgot we have two boobs. I oh, will just stick that bit back there. It looks like Liev Schreiber's just trying to look down her top. That's hilarious. <laughs> Actually, strangely, one of the um, one of the bets that I almost put on just for a laugh was. Um, on the on on William Hill, they they have some sort of like random bets, just randomly thrown out ones, and one of them was um, the color of Naomi Watts's dress, which I thought was strange, just just because it was Naomi Watts. But they decided to focus on the dress, and it was like um, for black, I think it was something like uh, something like four or five oh. on or something like that. Um, Ian, you're in for a treat in a minute, boy. For cream, it was something like three to one. Then for blue, red, green, it went up to something like, uh, I don't know, 30 to 1 or something like that. But they didn't have silver spangly Star Trek dress on there. So I think <laughs> the bookies have, uh, have done quite well out of that particular bet. Right, who the fuck's this now then? Why am I going in for a treat? If it's Reese Witherspoon, I'm going to murder you. 
<laughs> oh god, it is. Has she come along to open bottles with her chin? <laughs> she's come out of her mind. I bet she's paid for a ticket. But she hasn't been in anything for fucking ages. No, she she was in uh, Men at War, is it called? Oh, this means war. This means war, that's it. Sorry, I've got a title of that film because it was so fucking bad. Oh. What's behind her? There's a, there's, a, there's a big lady in, in what I can only tell you is like a schmuck um, with like crazy, like fucking blonde hair. Oh, God, just... Oh, what is she talking about? It's going to be nothing interesting. So, Reese, have I, you... I, I, I don't have sound on at the moment, so... No, I, I, I've just popped an earphone in, so... So, Reese, how's your ever-expanding forehead? Well, you know, I'm, I'm taking care of it. I'm feeding it regularly, and... She, she, she does look like her, her forehead and her chin are trying to take over the yeah. rest of her face. Well, at the moment, oh. it's it's growing at about the same rate as my chin, so that's that's kind of awesome. Oh, here's JGL. Okay. Yeah. What's he What's he doing then? He's selling he, selling selling his new Nightwing movie that he's not making. He's uh, uh, he, 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 he's he's about to show Kelly Rowland that he's wearing old socks. Uh, He's one of those. He's one of those sickening men that is just effortlessly fucking cool, isn't he? Well, we've met many times. so oh, okay. Oh. Uh, did you hear that? Or... Yeah, yeah. Is he cracking on to Kelly uh, Rowland? Nice. No, no. That, that, that's a, that, that, that's a new smooth bastard. Is he wearing odd socks? Upset. This woman's. This woman's admitting how short she is. Is it cool to wear odd socks? I didn't know that. Shit. I, I never wear matching socks. I don't know if it's cool. Oh, uh, it's, yeah, yeah, you don't. Yeah. Uh, never do it. Bradley Cooper is, you know, the, the Crypt Keeper? Bradley Cooper is literally lifting her skirt up. But who the fuck is Bradley Cooper with? Or is that his mum? Of course it's his mum, he's gay. Is he? He's he gay. Yep. Well, you know, Michael Barrymore used to be married, didn't he? It's, it's Hollywood's best kept secret. Everyone you know knows what? this. A, a friend of mine is convinced, and I, do, I mean absolutely convinced, that Vin Diesel is gay and has said that he knows this for a fact because when he worked at a hotel in Cardiff, Vin Diesel stayed there and was with a dude. And he's absolutely convinced about it. Um, I have heard that from someone else who we all know who works in the industry that him and The Rock are both as gay as the day is long. And mm, the Rock, yeah, I wouldn't be that much of a surprise. The Rock's very married, isn't he? So, the Rock's married. Well, again, Michael Barrymore. No, like... I, I better not say any more just in case well like you know what there's th- there are sort of I have you know I'm not just saying that like out of the blue Bradley Cooper is one of the stars that is regularly referred to as being one of the sort of secret you know he's secretly in the closet sort of thing Claire is convinced that George Clooney is and I'm like are you fucking kidding me George Clooney 
Like, that Josh won't surprise me. Just, just fucks every girl. And Claire is convinced that if you're gay and you're in certain industries, you employ, you know, your your agents and your PR people employ people to just be photographed with a couple of times just to cover things up. And you know. I, I just googled uh, Bradley Cooper. Is Bradley Cooper gay? Right. And the third level down is Bradley Cooper in gay scandal. Why would it be a freaking scandal if the guy's gay? Well, it depends what he was doing. Well, he was yeah, just having sex, he fair was enough. Masturbating over a five-year-old boy or something. Yeah. <laughs> that would class, that would be classed as a scandal. <laughs> Charlie Stone appears to have come as an Oscar statue. <laughs> I'm still looking at cat face and short husband. Who's she married to? Is he a country and western singer or something? Yeah. Um, her face is weird, isn't it? Stoker next week. Mm. I've got the, I've got the pay boy to watch, so I get to watch her piss on um, Zac Efron. That'd be good. Oh, I've not got around to that yet. Uh, I'm, I, I, I I'm looking forward to it, but I fucking hated Precious, so. I don't know why I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> Based on a novel pushed by Sapphire to give it its yes. full title. Which, which, um, I got given a lot of the books um, at some PR thing, right? And do you know what Did you books... get given the novel pushed by Sapphire? I got given the novel pushed by Sapphire, yes. Do you know what, do you know what, do you know what the novel said, though? Precious, written by, it wasn't written by Sapphire. It was a novel pushed by Sapphire. That's what it was <laughs> called. The book was like, what? So this is just push the book <laughs> do you think the paperboy should actually be called paperboy based on the video game by Atari oh, I, I, do you know what why hasn't there been A an updated version of that game B at least an iPhone version of that game yeah. or C a movie of that game I'm going to say Activision was it Activision it might have been yeah. Activision it was a wonderful game Where the end of it, you, got to, you got to go around the little ramp bits and shit like that I had, I had it on the Spectrum, it was fucking off. I had oh. it on the Commodore, it was wonderful. Yeah, it was, was alright on the Commodore, it looked okay, just the Spectrum, it looked fucking terrible, as most things it, did. The Spectrum ZX was, was, was fucking shit. Yeah, I had a ZX128K, so... I had a ZX128K. It was, it was slightly better than the 48 that, that, that sort of originally came out, but it was still pretty it, terrible. It was black with those awesome fucking coloured lines going along yeah, it. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, it was cool. I think that's a CG Hepburn face on a model. It is it's a model that looks vaguely like her, and then the CG'd the rest of the face. It kind of like her cheekbones look really weird. She kind of looks like she's been melded with Professor Brian Cox. <laughs> just to uh, just to give Ian his credit here, uh, he was absolutely right. Uh, Paperboy is an Atari game. Boom! Oh, there's the dynamite. Did you know that um, tonight's first award is Best Supporting Actor? Oh, that's my... Really? That's up first, yeah. That's my That's my big... If I... If my bet pays off, I get all my bets paid, plus a little bit more. Who have you gone for? De Niro. You gone for De Niro? What, what else did you get on that? Because I couldn't get four to one, so I didn't bother. Um, bear with me. See, the thing is, is Best Supporting Actor is the one that I want to win most of all, but probably won't. 
Uh, I've got best supporting actor Philip Seymour, Seymour Hoffman, Hoffman yeah. at seven to one, uh, and I put a fiver on him to get forty quid back. I got my, I got De Niro one, five to one. My one to win, where I, I put it on because it had really good odds, um, is uh, Russell for director. What'd you get at the odds for that? Twenty-five to one. Really? That's pretty yeah. good. But I thought you know he could split the vote. You say, um, Ang Lee and uh, Spielberg could split the vote and leave Russell to take it. That's not. I bad. got. I only got Hanneker at fourteen to one, and Hanneker's not going to win it. I had Hanneker. Hanneker on the Sky. I did it on Skybet. Hanneker's uh, forty or fifty to one. Fuck, really? Yeah. Oh well. I, um, I thought about dropping a quid on it, but I didn't. The thing that I'm thinking with De Niro, like, is a lot. Of, a lot of the like uh, Oscar things I listen to and read have been saying that he's been really campaigning. He like he's right. been really going for it. Whereas like Tommy Lee Jones is Tommy Jones doesn't care. If he, 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 yeah, he couldn't give a fuck. Um, and I mean, I'm surprised De Niro can at this point. To be honest with but, you, but, I mean the thing is though, and it's also the feeling that De Niro has been coasting for so long that like. For him to actually try, it would be nice to actually recognise that. And the thing is, De Niro hasn't won an Oscar since like 1980. Yeah. So. He's not deserved one for a while, though. Yeah, De, Niro, true. De Niro's only got two. And I think that's always kind of booked in the fact that, you know, that he's only got, got two. And um, let's face it, he should have had more. You know, however bad he's been for the past, you know, 10 years. Um, it, it, he should have had more than two Academy Awards. Well, yes, quite. I'll back to Sam and the guy from Heat magazine. I didn't know George was watching the Oscars tonight. He kept that quiet. I'm not really on Twitter. I'm assuming you've seen him on Twitter. Yeah, literally first time I checked Twitter in like. I've closed my I've closed my Twitter deck down because I can't. It's it's too much. It's too much fucking effort. Oh no! Yeah, once the Oscars are actually on, I'm just going to be watching the Oscars. But. Mm. So um, I'm just going to say what I put down my money for. Yeah, go on, let's, let's have a listen to see what you've got, and I'll go through mine afterwards. Cool. So, um, best supporting actor, Noel, I think you should too, you should afterwards as well. Um, yep. Um, so, basically, I put down a tenner, £2 each, on uh, Robert De Niro for best supporting actor, I got 5 to 1. Uh, Emmanuel Reaver for best actress, I got 9 to 4, which is not great, but just, well, fuck it. Uh, best costume design, Les Mis, 7 to 2. Uh, best sound editing Skyfall four to one, and best makeup and hair Lame is nine to four. So it like I tried to kind of mix it up a bit, like also like through various stages of the evening I think too. So mm. um, and that's a good idea actually, just to spread it out a bit. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that's where I'm going for. Right, mine were uh, best animated feature Paranorman. Yes. Nice. What did you get on that? To one. 33 so, to 1. 33, I got 25 to 1. Um, Tommy Lee Jones, best supporting actor, I got 5 to 4. Um, Silver Linings Playbook, uh, best picture, I got 33 to 1. Solid. 
Uh, Christoph uh, Waltz for Best Supporting Actor, I got 11 to 8. Ang Lee for Best Director, I got 5 to 2. David Russell for Best Director, I got 20 to 1, sorry. Um, cinematography, Deakins at 6 to 1. That's not bad. Uh, adapted screenplay, Russell, uh, 8 to 1. Uh, adapted screenplay, Argo, 4 to 6. And um, original screenplay, um, Tarantino, Django, I got evens. What I've tried to do is try to put a few on, you know, where it was stuff like Best Actor, for instance. Um, I had 1 to 50 on uh, Daniel Day-Lewis. So I'd have put a, a quid down, I'd have won 2p. So I avoided those. Put a few ones on that are probably more nailed on than um, than anything else. Um, um, but And then put some kind of like longer odd ones that I think might come in. Um, but I'm, I'm a horrible gambler, so it, it'll probably all go fucking wrong. Yes, yeah, so I've got um, Best Animated Feature Film, Paranorm, and I got 25 to 1. And on a three quid bet, I would get 78 quid back. I don't necessarily think that's going to win, but you know, we'll see. Um, best Visual Effects, Prometheus, uh, I got 21, uh, sorry, 20 to 1 on a three pound bet, so I could get a 63 pound return. Uh, best Supporting Actress, Amy Adams for The Master. Uh, again, most of these are, are, have been picked because I want them to win and the odds were decent. Uh, that was 33 to 1, so I could get back £34 on that. Uh, best Supporting Actor is Philip Seymour Hoffman, which is one I, I really genuinely want to win. Uh, I got 7 to 1 odds on that. That was my biggest bet at a fiver, so... Uh, £40 return. Best director, Michael Haneke. Uh, odds of 14 to 1, £3 bet, £45 return. That's not bad, that. Uh, it's not bad, it's not bad. And, and, you know, any of these will make my money back and then some. So if any, any one of them came in, I'd be happy. If, if none of them do, then whatever. But um, Best actor, Hugh Jackman for Les Mis. Um, again, one that I genuinely really want to win. Um, odds of 16 to 1. Uh, three pound bet returns forty five pound, and the last one, the big one, best film, lame is um, odds of fifty to one. So on a two pound bet, it's a hundred and two pound return. Nice. Um, I mean, you know, some people are saying that Argo's nailed on. Some people are, uh, well, most people probably wouldn't put lame is at the front, but lame is is a film is is a a movie that I think's got a lot of love for it, and it's a it's a you know it's a, it's a, a text that a lot that's a lot of people have got a lot of love for so I can imagine a lot of people in the industry first of all will have seen it and probably will have liked it by default anyway so I don't think it's I, that much of an outsider 50, I don't think it's 50 to 1 it's not 50 to 1 no I think I'll be honest I think that had it been a different director I think mm. Liam is would be a lot higher up I agree um, I, 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 I think even if it was exactly the same film I think if it was a different director I think it'd get a bit higher up, but there. I think the way that uh, the director acted after he won his last Oscar, um, I think a lot of people it left a bit of a sour taste uh, in a lot of people's mouths. How much of a jerk he was, apparently. The thing is, though, is is kind of overall. I've put twenty quid up just to make the night more interesting. I don't really care if I lose it, but it'd be great if I won something. I'm not. I'm not. Honestly, I'm not that bothered. Obviously, if I won, I'd be delighted. But it's not that's the deal. I, if I, I, I don't I, win anything, it just makes it more I, interesting. I've fluttered a tenner, and um, 
you know, if to be honest, if I win back a fiver out of those sure fire ones, um, I'll be, you know, it, it, it adds a little bit of fun to it. Totally. Okay, so um, it is just about to turn one o'clock in the morning. Um, so we've been recording for about an hour and a half now, um, and we're still watching red carpet stuff. <laughs> they seem to be repeating the same people a lot, and and also, why the fuck is Kelly Osbourne there? Fashion correspondent. I believe she's going to be performing "I Dreamed a Dream" because Anne Hathaway is poorly. Is that it? Oh, I thought it was. I, I, I thought it, 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 she might have been nominated for Best Spot Actress for a performance in So Undercover. Aren't they using her head as a podium? A <laughs> massive fucking head. She's just going to be mounted and stuffed on the wall. Who, who are these people in the studio? You've got Colin um, Salmon, Boyd Hilton... Yeah, why is Colin Salmon there? I mean, couldn't they have got, you know, a, a not being me, you know, Colin Salmon, I, I, I bet he's a perfectly nice guy and everything, but couldn't they, they have got a, a more apt actor to a Brian? Obviously not. He just doesn't seem, you know, it's like, all right, Colin Salmon, you know, he, I, yeah, he, he was really good in that. Uh, I think the book is thought that he had worked with the other Paul Anderson and could give insight into his directorial process for the master. Rather than just being in Resident Evil. I'm, I'm, I'm looking to see, you know, if he's been anything, oh, he's in that, that Arrow TV series. Uh, what's the last film he was in? Let's have a look. Resident Evil Resident Retribution. Evil Retribution, yeah. AKA that's maybe the best Resident Evil film. Yeah, but that's like saying, I don't know, bowel cancer's the best cancer. I don't know, Resident Evil Afterlife is one of the worst films I've ever seen. Resident Evil Retribution is some sort of insane guilty pleasure. I'm I'm fine with that film. He's just making lots of hand motions now, it's Colin. He's he looks like he, in a minute he looks like he's making me ride the pony um, hand motion and I'm not actually listening to a word he's saying because I've got it muted <laughs> what is he even talking about oh and I just unmuted it as Alex David stopped talking to him <laughs> I don't know actually I, I've still got him so the, the director wasn't very strong not because he's a difficult actor, but because he was having strong direction. Yeah, I think you're on. I think you're on exactly the same time frame as I am. Okay. We've got uh, Hugh Jackman, and he's he's he's, you know, he, Hugh Jackman is a very handsome man and a very attractive man, and his wife is nowhere near as attractive as he is. Oh, let's have a look. And if, oh, in a minute, he lifts up the Crypt Keeper. He lifts up the Crypt Keeper and his wife at the same time. Right, okay, let's have a look at his wife. That's full wow, screen. That's Steve Jackman's wife, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's disappointing. Oh, good for him, though, because like, he obviously hasn't been. They have, they've been married for like 25 years, something crazy. Oh, like that. that's nice. 
He's, I always used to think that about like, um, have you ever seen Ian Wright's wife? Because yeah. like, Ian, I think Ian Wright, Ian Wright didn't come into football until like his was it his mid twenties or something. He did. Yeah, about twenty. He came yeah. in like he started doing well in football quite late on, and it's like he got married obviously when he was younger, and his wife, you know, without wanting to sound rude, he's she's clearly not married him for his money. Like they've been married for many years, and she's she's a big girl and stuff. Um, but you know, fair play. They've 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 stuck it out, or maybe they've not. Maybe they split it up now. I've got no idea. Oh, okay. I, oh have they? Okay, fair enough. Yeah, no fair. I, I had raised a, a raised a couple of city players, and then yeah, there you go. I had a dream about Ian Wright last night. No word of a lie. Really? Yeah, no. He was a giant. Um, you know the Ray Winstone bet three six five ads where he's the giant head. <laughs> yeah. It was Ian Wright as the giant head in a kind of like a dystopian society. And like it, it was just him on these billboards talking about how he was the ruler. Like oh, no, no word of a lie. I dreamt about Ian Wright last night. I've got no idea why. This is going to sound a little bit like I'm obsessed with uh, actors who are, who are in the closet. But um, I had a dream last night and, and woke up and told it to Claire immediately because I remembered it all. It was really fresh in my head. Um, I had a dream last night that I was out uh, in Manchester with John Travolta. Um, and um, we were out having a drink somewhere and he went into the toilet and came out dressed in full drag and he was like no I want to go in here I want to go in here and he like went in, started walking towards a, a bar that was like clearly a very very gay bar and went in there and started dancing and singing and he's in full drag and I went and I was looking at him and I'm like what are you doing? He was like, no, come in here. It's like, we're having a great time. And then like, I went and sat next to a bunch of guys who were clearly movie producers because they were quite old and they all had cigars. And we were all sat around and I was like, if he's gay, why doesn't he just tell people? Why doesn't he just come out? And they were all sat around going, oh no, he's been doing this for years and years and years. Don't worry about it. He does it every time. And then I turned around and he was like snogging, like John Travolta was snogging some guy. And I was like, well, like why don't pe- why aren't people like taking photographs of this? And they turned around to me and they went, no, people are scared to take photographs of things like that. And I was like, right. And then I woke up and I remembered all this and I was like, that's probably how it is in the real world. <laughs> it, it probably is, yeah. Uh, well, there have been, there've been allegations against Travolta, you know, for years. Yeah, there was a court them. case recently as well, wasn't there, I think? Or, yeah. I think was accused of uh, something. Uh, uh, I don't know if you guys are at this yet. They're talking Daniel Radcliffe again. Well, they were just talking to De Niro, who De Niro, seemed yeah. to be, well, he's really laughing now, but he didn't seem to be enjoying himself previously, but... He doesn't, he really, he, he's seriously uncomfortable being interviewed, isn't he? So the only reason they're talking to Daniel Radcliffe is because it's his first Oscar red carpet. He's not been in anything this year, has he? He was in The Woman uh, in Black, and was he's... That, was that last year? Yeah, it was like February last year. Oh, okay. Who's that in the background? I recognise that dude. Oh, God damn it. Stop chatting to these bastards. It is only 30 minutes away or something. Have you noticed that on yours, they kind of blanked out the clock? Yeah. 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 Have you noticed that? Why has it got like US time on it or something? Or 
Oh god, Adele's there. She ain't fucking singing in shape. Oh yeah. Oh fucking hell. Why? What's wrong with that? I like that song. I fucking despise it. I like that song. It it sounds like it sounds like she's turned up and sang it in between bites of a big fucking bucket of chaos. Oh, food. that's a bit harsh. <laughs> oh, and it's, it, she sounds like she's not putting any effort at all. It's just like like she's just taking a big chunk of a fucking thing of KFC and then she's going, I've got to sing again. I like, Skyfall. Uh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I disagree strongly. Oh, I think that's the best sky. I'm sorry if it sounds like I'm jumping on some sort of bandwagon, but I genuinely do think that's the best um, Bond theme we've had in years. Oh, yeah, I noticed that as well. Nope. Somebody just Hello? unplugged their headphones or something. Yeah, it's mine. Ah, okay, cool. Oh, yeah. And I, 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 I was. All for it, I think. Adele has, has a very nice voice, and like that. I just, I just that song just bugs the sh- crap out of me. I, I just, it, it just doesn't feel like a Bond song to me. It feels like it, it's constantly going to get going, and then it just never gets going, and it finishes. I was like, all right, is that it? Huh. Well, I liked the fucking Chris Cornell one, so what can I say? I love the Chris Cornell one. To be honest. Yeah. I didn't mind the fucking Alicia Keys and Jack White one. Oh, I didn't like that one. That was. I thought it was all right. That's perfectly fine. That sounded like an unfinished song to me. That sounded like there was a whole section missing, like a whole bass section or something. It, it sounded really <laughs> tinny and sort of, I don't know. White Stripes don't like bass, do they? No, I guess Wasn't not. it nominated on Best Original Song? Yeah, which, um, like, she must be having the best day because she just knows she's going to win. Like, she just doesn't have to be nervous at all. It's just, like, she'll just have to turn up and then just fucking accept it. Who's she up against? Yeah. What are the other best songs? Um, the other best songs are Before My Time from Chasing Ice, Everybody Needs a Best Friend from Ted, uh, <laughs> Pie's Lullaby from Life of Pie, Skyfall from Skyfall, and Suddenly from uh, Lemmy's. Which one's Suddenly? It's the one that Hugh Jackman kind of sings in the carriage. Like just oh, before it, oh, it's just kind before of it kind of jumps forward in time, yeah, yeah, okay. that one, um, yeah. I'm a little bit, I'm a little bit surprised that um, John Legend's song from Django was nominated there. I'm just a bit, do- I'm just a bit disappointed that um, the suddenly that has been nominated isn't suddenly by Angry Anderson. <laughs> From what motion picture was that? Uh, from the motion picture Neighbours. Oh. <laughs> uh, it was the wedding song for uh, Kylie Minogue and Jason Donovan in uh, in Neighbours oh, back in the okay. day. It's a great hell. song. Great back song. in the day. They're talking to Halle Berry. Has she been in a film this year? A Cloud Atlas? Oh, oh of course she point. was, yeah. Yeah. I don't think she's been anything uh, in 2012, though, has she? Or, or did Cloud Atlas come out in 2012 in the States? Yeah, it did. Yeah, it did, yeah. And it's... It, yeah, and it's kind of... The kind it's not of been nominated down, for anything, but... has it? Any effects or anything? No. Makeup? No, no it was a shout-out. It is a complete shout-out. They've, they've, they've basically ignored it. I actually quite enjoyed it, mate. Yeah, it was all right. It was kind of Which bad. I was surprised at. I thought it was perfectly all right. Yeah, it's 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 bombed massively, aren't it? 
I think it's a weird one to it's a difficult film to market though I think Cloud Atlas difficult one to sell to people mm. in terms of the story and the idea behind it the concept behind it it's, it's multiple it almost you know if you were looking at a trailer it looks like multiple genres and multiple films and if you're not going to lean on the fact that it's got a great cast then it's a bit difficult to tell people what to expect from it I think which I think is telling because I remember when we covered the um, when we covered the the trailer on Thirty Five Millimeter Heroes, I think my immediate response, and I hadn't seen the trailer before, my immediate response was, "I don't really know what that film is." Like, I don't. It just seems like was that the one where I said it seemed like one of those um, this summer at the theater, yeah, uh, yeah, tra- clips where it's just a bunch of films all stuck together. Um, you know, so I think it's that sort of situation. It's difficult to tell people what to expect. Oh yeah, yeah. who's this Clooney I... and some fucking hello? Who this fuck is this? Some payoff. <laughs> some woman who's pretending <laughs> to be his girlfriend this week. According to my missus. It's Clooney. Uh, do, do, do you want to go out tonight? Oh uh, yeah, we're going. Uh, the Oscars. Mm. Oh well, what was it, it's, it's that restaurant? Uh, the, the the Oscars. Seriously, if, you're looking- if you join me, if you join me tonight for the Oscars, maybe afterwards you could uh, we could go back to my house and I could uh, use my uh, my Nescafe espresso maker. Fucking, he just doesn't have to have a care in the world, does he? The bastard. He really does, doesn't he? I bet, I bet he didn't even do his hair. But I bet he just woke up and went, ah, oh, <laughs> he's got his hands oh, in his pockets, bad. just fucking whatever. I'm gonna win best yeah. picture. I'm going to win another yeah. fucking Oscar. thing is, his hair's out of place at the moment, but oh, it looks, course, it looks better. Who's the name? Yeah, it was um, Affleck, Clooney and Grant Hensloff produced yeah. Argo, so yeah, he'll win another Oscar tonight. So he would have won an Oscar for... He would have won for, for supporting actor, picture... Has he ever... Has he won director... No, he didn't, did he? It was nominated when he won Good Night and Good Luck. Yeah, uh, and he won Best Spot and Actor, and his, his acceptance speech to it was, so I guess I'm not winning Best Director then. Because mm. that was Syria, wasn't it? He didn't yeah. win for. Um, didn't win for Up in the Air, did he? No. Uh, was he, nomina- he was nominated. He must though, have been nominated, nominated for it. And The Descendants, I think he was nominated for that last year. Yeah. He was, he was, I think a lot of people thought, thought he was going to take away with that then, didn't they? And he didn't. He, oh, plenty of wins all's out then. It's out for uh, us at the moment. Oh, Christ, week Friday. Bloody hell. Oh, I don't know if it's between that and Parker. Oh, fuck me, Parker's out that weekend. Yeah. In the mood for I'm in the mood for some Statham. Right? Yeah, it's been a while. It's been a lot of actually, old guys. There's been a lot of old guys who can't keep up anymore. I want to see an action star who can actually fucking still do the business, mm. rather than just old guys pretending like they can. You see, a lot of people have been saying how how, how badly Parker's bombed, haven't they, in America? Um, it's well, how well do Jason Statham films really do, though? I mean, fucking hell, how, how well does Blitz do? It's not been released over here yet, uh, and it's not been released in Russia yet. 
and it's still made back its budget so far in the states. So it'll easily, it'll easily sort of push that. It'll make it'll make its budget and fifty percent in Russia and the UK. Well, the thing is, isn't isn't Jason Statham movies are if they do okay at the box office, then great. Where we're really going to make our money is on DVD. It's on DVD, sure. Yeah, going back to uh, what we started off talking about, the Universal Soldier, they reckon you know the, the, the way that they market these movies um, is like in supermarkets. They market them to casual sort of movie buyers who are going to buy them to watch on like a Friday or a Saturday night, you know, and it's the sort of people who are generic film buyers, um, guys, you know, people like my dad would, would you know, would buy that. Um, and then they're going to watch that and be like, what the fuck is going on? Mm. Well, that's the thing, yeah, I mean, it probably won't do that well with that audience, but the audience no. that it will do well for, they'll remember it, and... Yeah. See, but that's the thing, though, I think, with the, with Universal Soldier, if you look at the cover of it, there's no real reason why it shouldn't do well, because mm-hmm. people are going to hand over their money, because to all intents and purposes, that looks like Universal Soldier 6. The cover has Lundgren and Van Damme on the front, and it looks like a very generic action movie... You know, there's nothing to stop somebody like you know, Mark, your dad, picking that up and thinking that he's going to get Universal Soldier Six. So yeah, and what he'll do is he'd watch it and then say, "Oh, is any good?" And he'll go, eh, a, bit, "A bit weird at the points." Yeah, it's yeah. all right. Yeah, I'm not violent. That's what I'll get <laughs> if he ever watches it. I I'm actually, actually want to know what. I actually want to know what your dad thinks of it now. <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll lend you it. <laughs> Can you not just do a podcast with him? Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't think he'd... I, don't think he'd I, I, I tried to explain in podcast to him uh, once, and his exact response was, I remember that. People sit and they listen to you talking about films. Like, yeah, I mean, do you have to pay for this? No. Do you get paid for it? No, I mean, Twenty minutes away from the main event here, aren't we? Am I having to listen to women moaning about the fact that they have to dress up when apparently the thing that women like to do most in the entire world is dress up? You yeah. can't have it both ways, women. You either like dressing yeah. up. Or you don't like dressing up. If you like dressing yeah. up, stop fucking moaning about the fact that the blokes don't have to dress up. Just dress up and enjoy it. Who's moaning about the... dressing up? Oh, this this woman's complaining. Oh, you know, men have it so easy. Women have to take risks, and it's just if you're a guy, you just have to wear a sharp suit. And for women, it's really really difficult. And I'm like, you know what? Uh, women yeah, love it's... dressing up. It's not an issue. Just let them crack on with it. 
If they fuck up and come to the Oscars dressed as a squat, dressed as a swan, then they're gonna get pilloried for it. It must be it must be so horrible, uh, you know, staying in a hotel room that's getting paid for and having designers send you 10, 12 dresses to try on and then yeah, try exactly. them on and decide which one of them you want to wear. Or and if you're a big enough star, you'll probably get to keep said dress for free. Precisely. Why is she the only one? The, the one in the studio is annoying me because she's the, she's the only one who's got cue cards. And now she's making other people compliment what she's wearing. Ooh, oh, is that Amy Alex Adams? Dane, Alex Dane's rocking a pocket watch. Is that, yeah, is that Amy Adams? That's not too She shabby. looks nice, doesn't she? What? She always looks nice. Jesus Christ. She's amazing, Amy Adams. Guys, Anne Hathaway is about to turn up and... She looks. She looks like she could do with a strong meal. Oh really? That's a shame. Yes, she looks like she could. She she looks. She looks like she could do with you know. Going for a couple of burgers, um, Hilary Swank style, after she wins her best supporting actress, then. Because mm. she's starting to look a little bit too wafy, and she kind of wasn't like that. Um, sort of three, four years ago. No. Well, she wasn't even like that. Like with love and other drugs, she didn't no. look that. But now she looks. She looks very slight. Mm. But again, it must be strange because again, she is pretty much fucking nailed on to win that best supporting actress role. Like I, I imagine, if she did lose it, it would be like that. Um, you know, the Baftas when um, Jennifer Lawrence lost out to Emmanuel Reva, and there was just that shot of David O. Russell just looking like he was about to throw up when it was announced. Did you see that? Yeah, yeah. It, like it well, just, Lawrence didn't seem that bothered, but no. But he was just like, I, I'd imagine the whole audience would probably do that if Halfway lost. No, that's not, like Lawrence. She just seems to take it all in her stride, anyway, doesn't she? Like it's she like twenty two, twenty three, mm. and this is her second nomination. That's the you thing. Know, she'll get her. She's gonna, she'll, she'll either get one or she'll fucking DiCaprio it and just get nominated loads, fucking loads, and never win. That's the, the yeah. I mean that's. That's the thing, like, she'll have another chance, whereas Emmanuel Elriva, why I put some money down on her, is like, she's been winning a few other things. It's her 86th birthday today, and she's yeah. the oldest woman to ever get nominated, so it's just. It kind of feels like there's enough, like, sentimental kind of stuff to actually carry her through, plus the fact that it is a very good performance. It is a very good performance, yeah, but again, I think the fact that she's not American. Will will swear that vote a little bit. Perhaps, yeah, no, that's true. I, I think if it was an eighty-six-year-old American actress who was in it, I think that it might have been that. Whereas I think the oh, well, she'll have a nice night out out of it, and it's nice to be nominated. You'll get that patronising thing from people. I think. Mm. So no, the the artist did well last year in the, the actor and actress categories, didn't yeah. it? So it's possible. Did she? I I, I wouldn't be sorry. Did the, the woman from The Artist win last year? No. I don't think she, I think she got nominated. Did, didn't she? Oh, okay. Sorry. Didn't, uh, the, guy, the guy did, didn't he, I think? Yeah, yeah. he won, yeah. 
Um, but yeah, I think in that ca- in in that case, I would. Um, I, I really enjoyed her performance in that. I would rather see a more get best direction, though, to be honest with you. But I just don't, obviously, because I've got a bet on it. But um, also because I just would rather it win that. Um, but yeah, I think she has a good, a strong, a very, very, very strong chance. And if she did, if she does happen to pick it up, I'd be perfectly happy with it because, yeah, worthy performance. Nice. Oh, I'd love it if Hanukkah won. I would. That would be oh, incredible. Like I said on on that blog post, actually, I'd be happy if Hanukkah won it just to see his fake Twitter account's response. Mm. That is the <laughs> funniest thing on Twitter right now. I just that thing. Just whenever he says Naomi Watts brackets the ring too, <laughs> it's amazing. Or Juliet Binoche brackets Dan in real life. It, it just it's amazing. And like fucking tweeting Ben Affleck and saying, "Hey, do you want to come to my Oscar nominations party?" Oh, that's right, you didn't get one for best director. You can't come, lol. It's... If anybody doesn't know what we're talking about, this would be—I think it's Michael underscore Hanukkah, mm-hmm. which is the fake Michael Hanukkah account, which is fucking hilarious. That's and like unlike for a lot of people on Twitter, it's not getting old for me. No, it just makes no. me laugh all the time. It does, sir. Uh... It's it's just the the text speak and the the lols and stuff like that. I'm normally not a person who who takes kindly to lols, but in that situation, <laughs> knowing that it's supposedly coming from Michael Haneke's face, it just makes it hilarious. Do you know what be the biggest fucking pawn is if Haneke did win and he went up to collect collect his award and he went, "Oh, by the way, it is me." Yeah, he just, <laughs> he just said, "I'm going to put this next to my two palms doors." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Isn't it Palms Doors spelt like P A M R Z D O R Z? Yeah, P A L M Z D O R Z. Palms Doors. And just tweets of the directors like laughing at them because they've not got two Palms Doors. <laughs> Fucking brilliant. Oh, Colin Salmon's providing some expert analysis with his hands again. The thing is, with a name like Salmon, you think that they'd have like a special section for him. Where it'd be like, like a, some sort of play on his surname, like I don't know, um, Fairwatch. No, like uh, <laughs> salmon fishing in the red on the red carpet or something. I don't know. It's oh, like something that plays on his name. Salmon fishing. <laughs> like have him on the red carpet, trying to get celebrities to talk to, and then every time they cut to him, it's like a little bit of a little bit of music and just like. It's it's over now to salmon fishing on the red carpet. <laughs> Maybe not. This is why I'm not. A, uh, this is why I don't work in film and TV. Boyd Hilton appears to be have, like wearing like scuba diving glasses. <laughs> He's such a kook. Mm. So why are we talking about Sky Living at the moment? I, I just why was there a Sky Living? Thing on the, I, I didn't have my headphones. Live coverage continues next on Sky Movies HD. Well, I'm assuming that's what we're on. Oh, okay. Okay, so the red carpet bollocks is over now, then. Well, that wasn't too painful. No, even though, to be fair, seems we like the sound off. Yeah. It seems like there was more... Oh, the Avengers! What's that nominated for? Special effects? Special effects, yeah. 
Um, what was going to say? Yeah, it seems it seems like there were less dresses and less focus on that type of stuff this year. But maybe that's just because I was talking to you for the last couple of hours. Mm. Oh, Mirror Mirror, getting a little shout out there. I like Mirror Mirror. Oh, Avengers again, bloody hell. Should be best film. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> best actress, Scarlett Johansson for Black Widow. That would not be even good. Scarlett Johansson, just, just said Scarlett Johansson's ass for yeah. Black Widow. Best actor, Harry Dean Stanton as old security guard. <laughs> See also Harry Dean Stanton as old farmer in The Last Stand. Yeah, the Last Stand, yeah. Uh, Special award for John Goodman for being in every film for the last twenty for the last twelve months. Yeah. He should he should get best best supporting actor for being the best supporting actor in every film yeah, for the last five years. Film. Yeah, because the thing is, it's best supporting actor for like, but he was the best thing in play, and he was very good in Argo. I don't know. He was. I found him kind of brutal in uh, in Flight actually. But I, I think that's probably like just because of. I think that's just because of the the score, the soundtrack that was used for his scenes. Just horrible. Or, or could it have been the absolutely fucking brutal Oscar-nominated script that was flight? Jesus fucking Christ! That seems like a joke. That one, that nomination. I was surprised. I was very surprised that fucking. It is. Uh, it is. It is. I, I, I'll be honest. I, when I watched it, I was thinking, "Oh well, you know." Denzel Washington's always good in stuff, you know, and he is always good in stuff, but I don't think it's that great a performance for it. It's very good, uh, but it's not one of the best fucking five performances of the year. Um, well, and the, the, Jesus, how the hell has that got a rating nomination? There are scenes in that. that see, but that's the thing, though. It's, I think it's brutal. a very typical Denzel Washington performance yeah. with a very bad script. A yeah, very bad script. Is. So I don't understand why... He's been nominated for that, and it's been nominated for script. It just doesn't I make mean, the, sense. It, it's the, the, the some of the dialogue, um, for instance, in the the big crash scene. Some of the dialogue in that from uh, Washington and is it what's his name? The other guy who's in it, James Bashdale. No, uh, the guy who's in the who's flying the plane with his co-pilot. I thought it. that was him. No, it's it's Brian. Great as well, I don't know. Okay. Uh, I must have just pulled that out of my ass then. Let me just have a chat, see what his name is. Ah, fucking hell, sick. Just try to find it. Uh, but anyway, some of the dialogue that comes from him is just fucking brutal. And that's nominated for a best screenplay. I mean, it is Brian Garrity. Okay. Uh, He's, he's just like, oh, oh, we're starting. I will, I mean, I will say, like, the fact that, that Denzel got nominated for that, but John Hawks got overlooked for the sessions, I thought was really, really, really rough. John Hawks is so fucking good in that film. You caught up with the sessions the other day, though, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, solid, man. Oh, here we go. <laughs> yep. Shit, I just turned my eye. Why did I do that? Fuck. 
fuck, I've just killed my iPad. Brilliant. Perfect timing. Well, was that Robert Downey Jr. just like pointedly not clapping then? Don't you think that uh, Seth MacFarlane looks like he could be the brother in between Casey Affleck and Ben Affleck? A little bit. Oh. Oh. <laughs> He's about to crack a, a director joke at Ben Affleck's expense. You know, 
Oh, 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 Chris Brown and Rihanna, bloody hell. Get ready for a Mel Gibson joke. Jennifer Lawrence has a great attitude about this whole thing. This is a constant talented woman. As I said, tonight's ceremony is being watched by close to a billion people worldwide. Which is why Jody Foster will be up. You just get the Mel Gibson, yeah. 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 Enterprise! Oh my god. Oh my god. Will you respond? Captain Kirk, what, what are you doing here? Well, I'm, I'm here to stop you from doing what you're about to do. The show's a disaster. We, we thought about it. It's going fine. No! Well, good on, good on him. Um, McFarlane did pretty well there. Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, the thing about he's a song and dance man. He can do all that stuff. He's a perfect yeah. host. He has got a great voice as well. He's a good host. Mm. He's got a good voice. He understands music. He knows how to write a good song. He's funny. He's edgy. And he did all that in one big package. I think he was cracking. Mm. Mm. For him, though, he looks at this and goes, I can do. I could be the next Billy Crystal for this. This could, this could be me for the next ten years. Mm-hmm. Okay, so best supporting actor... We're on anyway, me and Ian. Right, come on, on. Ahead. You do the commentary bit over this. Okay, so um, Oct- Octavia Spencer is uh, kind of talking about winning the Oscar last year. That's that's shit pie woman. Yeah, this is yes. Okay, and we're going through the nominees. So, um, Noel and I ha- have got bets on this shit. Um, Noel's got uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman, I've got Robert De Niro. I've got Tommy Lee Jones. Oh, shit, yeah, sorry, Mark. Mm. And nobody's got Alan Arkin, who's uh, doing his little bit now. To be honest with you, as much as I liked Alan Arkin in that, it wasn't a big... I mean, I know they don't have to be a big role, but it wasn't... It was kind of a shared supporting role with John Goodman, really, wasn't it? Goodman, yeah. And uh, none of us have gone for Christoph Waltz, despite the fact that he's won a couple of things as well. Oh, did you bet for him as well? Yeah. Oh, bloody hell. All right, nice. I'm going to bet that Tommy Jones, if he wins it, will go up and just say thanks. Mm. And then we'll go sit back down. I don't want to overhear what the winner is on Mark's TV. <laughs> I, I, I'll mute it. <laughs> no, I'm not asking you to turn it down. I'm just moving my earpiece back a little bit so I don't hear. Well, I've I, I muted it just in case. Oh, is that for Seymour Hoffman's kid? That's nice. Right, come on, De Niro. Come on, De Niro. Oh, he's had a shave. Very nice. Hmm. That's good, those two. Oh, shit. 
was. Wow, <laughs> what the fuck? The only one who wasn't uh, picked by I any of us. I just want some money. Oh, I did you pick her? Money. Yeah, I just want some money. <laughs> How much did you get from that? About pound sixty. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so... Hey, it all fucking counts. <laughs> I think... I think we just learnt that Lincoln's not winning a lot tonight. He's going to gush about Tarantino again. But that's fair enough. Good for Christoph Waltz, though. Yeah, definitely. He is it's a, pretty it's a great in that flick. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, is, with that, I don't think there's a single guy in there, uh, in the best spot that bit who was undeserving of, of, of being there. No. You know, I could there's a couple who I could have, who you could like, quite easily could have added in there. You could have added DiCaprio in there, I think, quite easily. Uh, I think my best supporting that performance of the past year was Jason Clark in Zero Dark Thirty. Personally, I thought he was outstanding, and can't understand why he's not even been mentioned at all. Because um, people don't like Zero Dark Thirty, and well, yeah, but, establishment. You know, that's it, all it is. Because otherwise, yeah, it'd be there. That seems to be. But I thought Jason Clark was 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 clearly for me. The, the best spot actor, but uh, of last year, but I think that that was that was quite a strong category. Um, so that's an interesting pick. Anyway, it's a good it's good to start off on a sort of surprise, slightly unexpected one sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, because it hmm. kind of makes you think that things could go anywhere. I and uh, late Miz could win best picture. Maybe I think Hopefully. that could say that Tarantino might win screenplay. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Right, I'm gonna see what's with on to our first break. Fuck, I forgot about breaks. I think you're gonna have to just accept that this is gonna require editing. <laughs> I was doing this. I'm gonna pull. Yeah, you have to wonder what they do during the breaks. Mm. Like, it's like that little bit, like that little bit in football matches before they they start the football match and you have a TV break. They all just stand around going. <laughs> well, I remember like the Baftas. They used to have a break for the news. Yeah. It, like, and it was basically live, not unlike now. So there'd be like a twenty-minute break. <laughs> Yeah, it was, wasn't it? Wasn't it like the one of the later ones? What? He just said it was like a Star Trek uniform, but not a Star Trek uniform. Was it different? Or? I don't know. It looked like a Star Trek uniform to me. It looked like a sort of under, like Voyage Home one or something, like one of those sort of era ones. Mm-hmm. Could be wrong. Maybe there was copyright issues. So who's this lot then? Paul Rudd, isn't it? Gorgeous yeah. Paul Rudd. And and yeah, this is this is brutal. Oh, and Melissa McCarthy. Okay. Yeah. Oh no. Did he just mean to know his butt the mic? Yeah, yeah, I think it's part of it. It, 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 it. It's a skit, and it's it's really not funny. 
this is a little bit embarrassing. I didn't know Adele was presenting an award. <laughs> what are they actually presenting? I don't think they are. Just... Adapted screenplay. <laughs> Whatever it is, they're not selling their new movie very well. No, well, no. no. Unless animated short film. Oh, okay, so um, Paper Man, I think, for this one. Oh, so th- there is actually one that I've seen. There's the Simpsons one, which was okay, but it was just... Oh, I noticed that went online the other day. I've not watched it, though. Paperman was this great. One's, this one's all right, but I don't... It seems a strange little oddity, to be honest. Mm. Well, fucking hell, that speech took ages. Again, I'm going to mute my TV. I did actually really enjoy Paper Man, yeah. but I can't compare it to any of the others. So. Yeah, Paper Man was it, it, great. It's, it's the only one of those I've not seen. Oh, there oh, we go, wow. Paper Man. It's the only one you've not seen. I've <laughs> so not seen, yeah. Right. You should. It's Ace. It's an Oscar winner, in fact. What the hell? Why did he just come out of a side thingy? Did he just come out the side hatch? Yeah, like, do yeah. they just have, like, the nominees who aren't down the front usually? Do they just have him in that bit just for the... They just have little laundry shoots out the side for them to come out of. Mm. It's obviously just not important enough. No. Yeah, it's nice, Paper Man, because it's kind of just a sort of strange blend of CG and 2D animation, isn't it? Mm. Now, now we're getting best animated film which Ooh, let's face it we all know he's going to go to Brave but doesn't deserve to see this is the thing with like I thought Brave was beautiful to look at but the way see, like you were I, talking I the other Brave day about right. like you were talking on, on Dude and a Monkey the other day or, or should I say on this podcast the other day about like the way Pixar's gone and I think the the big problem with Pixar is, is they've, in the past, they they were always very focused on getting the story right first, and it was it was Brave so, yeah. is a perfect example of they didn't get the story right first. They got the visuals right for me, but the story wasn't right. No, bloody right. I mean, who actually remembers the story from Brave? Yeah. I remember all the other all, all the other stories I've heard before that he stole from. The thing is, when Brave started, I was really kind of like, "Oh, this is actually going to be all right," because I was overwhelmed by the way it looked. And then, after about ten or twenty minutes, I wasn't enjoying the story as it was. And then it went in a couple of directions where I was like, "Actually, this is kind of an awkward story." Have you and I don't know. One? That's. Um, is this the w- you got the winner yet? Is this the woman who got fired from it? I think so, yeah. Because like he went up really, really fast and kind of left her to it. Ian, your bonus going to return. What? In a second, you're going to get a, you're going to get your, your your third dose of bonus material. Oh really? Mm. Yep.
Oh, lovely. Oh, for fuck's sake. Be op- <laughs> I hope she opens the envelope with a with her chin. Oh, she's not. <laughs> like she's opening Such a, a wasted opportunity. They should have used her as a, as a letter opener. Ooh. Is it less miserable? Why, why is Reese Witherspoon doing this? Because she, she's got to do something. I like the way she says Les Miserables. Oh, okay. God. Fuck off. One of the most original films of the year. It's based on pre-existing material, so well done. The, the reason why she's probably doing it is because she's a member of the Academy, isn't she? Because she was, was nominated. Well, she won, didn't she? Yeah. Right, to take care of their own, don't they? Hang on, I'm confused. What's this? What What am I watching now? I think it's like a... What, what, what they do is they... These say, are voted... In, these are Best Picture nominees. Or, yeah, um, they, they put the Best Picture so they, nominees in. They stagger it throughout the bit. But yeah, but don't they normally do it in one. sort of like one film at a time? Or is that what they're doing? Okay. Uh, no, no, they're not. No, they're not doing it one film she at just, time. It sounded like she was talking about a bunch of films then. They're not doing it one, <laughs> one film at a time because I'm on Life of Pi now. <laughs> Fucking lame, it's really was very good. It was. I think we described it as, by. as being definitely not shit. It was definitely not shit. Yeah, it was definitely not shit. Life of Pi was, was also definitely not shit. I, 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 am, I am actually yeah. gutted that I never saw probably shouldn't say this I'm gutted that I didn't see Life of Pi let's say in 3D I'm gutted the way that I chose to watch Life of Pi wasn't the optimum way to watch it because I think Mm. I would have you know as much as I got out of Life of Pi I would have got an awful lot more out of it if I'd have been watching it in 3D in inverted commas I um, I I agree with that on my my viewing as well it's a 3D Blu-ray I'm definitely going to be buying actually I must say the, the 3D and it's pretty crazy I know you're a fan of Beats of the Southern Wild Ian but I just really just felt nothing for that film at all I I think that's impossible personally (laughs) I liked it but I'm I I, I, I don't know I think it's it's a strange one really I think it, it, it it's got a lot more love than I expected it to get I don't know it just, I just felt like I was I felt like I was being I felt like somebody was ramming the word uplifting down my throat all the way through it it was I don't know I don't know I, I, but the thing is like I think it it tempered that kind of spirit with a kind of a kind of a sadness as well and like the whole kind of thing of like um, Hush Puppy having to grow up and I, I don't know it spoke to me quite a bit there were, the, there were things there were things about it you know I didn't hate everything about it there were things about it that I liked but I, fe- I don't like being told how to feel and I, f- and it, I don't know it just it, it really felt a lot like I was doing that and, and a lot of the things that have been picked out as special including her performance I just wasn't bowled over by hmm. I don't know maybe I was being cynical and miserable it wouldn't be the first time. Uh, 
No, there's a bit for you coming up. Oh, yeah? Yeah. It's a bit specifically aimed at you, I think. Is it an Amy Adams nipple slip? Uh, it, it, you're oh, right, okay. Bigger boner. Yes! Assembling live on stage. Remember when... Um, Gary Boosie um, played Buddy Holly in that film and then basically went a bit crazy and kind of thought he was Buddy Holly for a few years. Yeah. Do you think that's a little bit like what's happening to Robert Downey Jr.? Definitely. Like, like after the next Avengers movie, he, he literally is going to be seen wandering around in an Iron Man suit. People are going, Robert? He's going, he, he won't respond. He'll only respond to being called Tony. To be honest, I've thought about telling people that him in the past <laughs> oh fuck me is that Mark Ruffalo that took me ages to figure out who that was is that because he's not uh, big and green I think it was his hair again I, I don't even know what, the, what, what this is for <laughs> is it best costume Cinematography, I think. Cinematography, is it? Which Oops, I think okay. Life of Pi Obviously. is going to win. But... Yeah, I think it is, yeah. <laughs> Whoa. I don't know what that was, but it was Ace. So, what are we on? Uh, cinematography? Oh, yeah, Life of Pi's getting this. Yeah. Fair enough as well, although Skyfall... I'd love Skyfall to get it, though. That flick's yeah. gorgeous. Yeah, Life of Pi. Once the winner announced, you guys should say that I can actually comment on it. Cause... Yeah, Life <laughs> yeah. of Pi, uh, that, here's a dude that, with that, long that guy's hair. hair is outstanding, isn't it? He looks a bit like Tim Robbins from High Fidelity. He does a bit. Does a bit, actually, yeah. <laughs> I'm hoping the... Uh, what's the... Is it the special effects team from Life of Pi, where the lead guy looks like uh, Stefan? Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's the Life of Pi, the, the lead guy from the, the special effects team. Nice. It's just like Stefan. Nice. Ah, oh, no, who the fuck does he look like? It's not just Tim Robbins. He looks a little bit like Steve Zahn, but with Tim Robbins' hair from High Fidelity. <laughs> yeah, he does. <laughs> has, has Chris Evans said it, anything in this skit yet? He did. He said he had a little bit after... Um, Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, because at the moment it just it seems to be everybody but... He's just kind of standing there grinning, trying not to laugh. I think they tried to do a little bit of, like, Robert Downey Jr. being a smart-ass and Captain America kind of putting him down, sort of thing. Well, 
Well, it's visual effects now. So this is going to be Life of Pi again, then? I don't know. Avengers? They've got them up to... What is it? That time... You have, you, you've got, you've got Are they up? Avengers is up in this category. Yeah, yeah it's like it the one it's like nominated yeah. in, I think. Chris Evans is basically just standing there and smiling. He is, isn't he? Trying not to laugh. I'm telling you, Life of Pi is getting this one. Mm. <laughs> Only if Prometheus wins, and neither of them are going to win. <laughs> <laughs> Bollocks! Yeah. yeah. So the, unfair. The effects in that film are staggeringly beautiful, though. The thing is, Life of Pi is one of those films that's going to get an awful lot of technical stuff, and I think it might get Best Director, but for like screenplay or picture, I think it's fucked. Well, at least we get to see Stefan pick up an Oscar. Yeah, that's true. Good work, Stefan. It does look a little bit like Stefan. Congratulations on your uh, on your Oscar, Stefan, if you're listening. <laughs> if he like he doesn't look that he looks vaguely like him he's got hair like him and glasses if he pimps well. the 15 minute movie podcast then we might have a clue he's about 10 years older than Stefan to be fair and to be fair he's probably about a good 20 pounds heavier Stop. as well oh yeah yeah <laughs> yeah sorry Stefan if you're if you listening I wish he'd stop talking, though. He's still talking. What, the same guy's still talking? He's still talking, yeah. He's still talking. And he's still talking. That was Ang Lee and his clone of himself, but female wife. Ang Lee has got a wife? The woman sitting next to him, I assume. Um, Ang Lee might be a friend of George Clooney. <laughs> You heard it here first. No, no, Ang Lee is married. Wow. I would not. Is he getting? That. Is the Jaws music? Is he getting know. played off to the Jaws music? What happened to that? I've got it muted. I'm, I'm back on adverts now. That's hilarious. Um, yeah, Mark, if you didn't hear that, um the guy was still chatting and they started playing the Jaws music followed by the Magnificent Seven yeah man that's that's get rid of him he won't shut up and like Nicole Kidman just looking like oh what the fuck that was pretty funny ouch don't try and do that to Adele you know what she you know what she does she'll flip everyone the bird well I'm enjoying this so far they they seem to be cracking through it as well. I think there's like 16 awards and they've already done five. Yeah, but they've got songs to come, haven't they? Mm. Mm. Well, I've we'll already lost we'll a few bets anyway. <sighs> right. Oh, shit. Best animated feature is out the window. Best visual uh, effects yeah. is out the window. Best supporting actor is out the window. 
still all to play for. Uh, I've so far I've lost three pounds and won two pound thirty eight. Might just pause the recording for a second. Okay, recording again because apparently they're about to do this bond tribute. Um, I'm not sure. Oh, I, I think I think it's another award. Hmm. I've got Chime Tatum and Jennifer Aniston. So that's what Jennifer Aniston's doing there. Yeah. Oh, here we go. This is one of my bets. What is that? Costume design. Oh, costume design. Les Mis. You're for Les Mis over Anna Karina. Yeah. I win this, I get my £2 back and £7. Wow. Nominated Anna Karina. Lemmy's. And Lincoln could, could sneak up on that one. Ooh, what's going on? Best costume design. Oh, fabulous. Actually, hasn't one of you got something in this? Yeah, me. What have you got? Lame is. Watching mm. what odds? Hmm? What odds did you get on that? 72. Ooh. beanbag man it's either the most comfortable thing in the world or the most pain in the ass Ooh. so apparently according to twitter the oh sorry Anna Karenina for best costume Back. um yeah no apparently um the visual effects guys were mentioning these pickets um going on um with regards oh. to um this visual effects studio closing and people are speculating as to why maybe that's why he got played off. What, because uh, they thought he was going to start talking about that? Yeah. Ouch. Right, well, I'm 0 for 2 so far. Yeah, like I say, I'm, I'm currently on my bet. I think I'm about 62p down. <laughs> Makeup and hairstyle in next. Oh, I've got money on this as well. Who have you got in this? Um, I've got Lay Miz again. Mm, makeup and hairstyle, they love prosthetics. I will um, get my £2 back and 4 50 on top if I get this. I thought. I know everybody said that the the, the makeup in Hitchcock's, fan, Hitchcock's fantastic. And I, think did, I thought he looked terrible. I thought he, he looked, looked like, like he had a bow selector mask on. Yeah. Is it just me? Or? A little bit. Well, I agree. Like, you can see like... from from his eyes down, it almost looked like it was... I haven't seen the whole film, I probably should add to that. But um, 
his face from the eyes down looked like it was a different colour. Mm. I don't know, I thought it looked really weird myself. Now, the general thinking is that the Hobbit will do this. But I've got money on Lemurs. Let's see. Come on, you fuckers. Get in. Yes! Nice. Did you win for that one? Um... Uh, my two pound back and four fifty. Sweet, covered. Yeah, I wasn't a fan of the um, makeup in Hitchcock. But it looked, it looked like he'd gone into a fancy dress shop and gone. Could you make it look like Alfred Hitchcock? Yeah. Although I must admit, like I've I've been putting off watching Hitchcock because I've heard negative things about it, but hearing Mike talk about it on Chinstroker versus Punter the other week, and hearing him basically say it's not that bad, and if you know I got some enjoyment out of it, it's it's quite all right. Has kind of made me think. Actually, I do kind of want to watch it. It's it's I, just I meh. It. It's just really I out, meh. I outright hated it. Thought it was shite. Thought it was Helen Mirren just being Helen Mirren and. Anthony Hopkins doing the impression of Alfred Hitchcock rather than doing a performance of Alfred Hitchcock. Even in the, even in, I, I feel like even in that um, mobile phone trailer though, um, you know, before the cinema where he said yours, yeah. yours faithfully, Alfred Hitchcock. They just say, it seems really. It's just, it, it, it's just impression. It's, just an, it, it, it's an, it's, it's not Alfred Hitchcock smug. It's Anthony Hopkins smug. Ah, it's a little bit like what's her name playing Condoleezza Rise in W where you just felt like she was doing an impression of her mm. Mm. or wasn't there a rumour that they were all going to appear on stage they're doing the it now time? but I'd, apparently the rumour was quashed wasn't it or oh. the 50 years of Bond things pretty interesting Let's celebrate 50 years of Bond, but not nominate the film. Oh, this should be fun. So this is the Oscars celebrating Bond, a franchise that they've pretty much ignored for the duration of its... A tongue-tied Halle Berry tonight, isn't she? Boobs look lovely and greasy. So there's that. It was nice seeing George Lazenby on TV the other day as well. I've literally never seen George Lazenby on on a screen in anything apart from on Her Majesty's Secret Service. And that guy is old now. Mm. I hope he gets a standing ovation. Oh yeah, he deserves one man, it's a fucking great movie. Yeah, it's a great Bond. Mm. Well, it's not a great Bond, it's a great movie. It's one of my favourite Bond movies, that, and I've not seen them all, but it's, you know. It is what, it's one of my favourites, without a doubt, yeah. I was thinking about it relatively recently as well, and the Bond that I've seen the least is Sean Connery. What, really? Yeah. Well, I mean, I've seen all the Dalton ones, I've seen all the. Um, Brosnan ones, I've seen all the Craig ones, I've seen the Lazenby one, 
I've seen quite a few of the Roger Moore ones, but I think I've only seen maybe two of the, the Sean Connery ones. So. Mm. They're not going to have any of the quips. It's just a purely musical thing, uh, I think. Yeah. Oh, oh. Oh. Does that give us any sort of indication as to <laughs> something's going to happen? Whether or not, whether or yeah. not um, Adele's going home with a gong. Well, Adele is. It's a given anyway, I suppose, isn't it? Oh, God. But isn't it up for score as well? Yeah. Oh, well, then, what's this then? Shirley Bassey. No way, is Shirley Bassey on? Yeah. Oh, I did actually, sweet. I did actually read this rumour somewhere else as well. That's fucking awesome. Oh, I thought she was just going to kick into Goldfinger. Oh, she is. Uh-huh. You're going a bit fast, Shirley. I think that's just the way she sings, you know. She does that. She, she's got one of those styles of, of vocal where it's like, when she's singing, she doesn't give a fuck about the music. Mm. She'll sing it in whatever rhythm she wants. So if like the music's going, she'll go gold. Hang on, <laughs> just like just do it however she feels like doing. Mm. In a minute, she grabs a booby. I hope garbage come on to do the world is not enough. <laughs> or Madonna and doing die another day. Or um, song that one. Sheena Easton doing all time high from Octopussy. Jesus. <laughs> I don't mind that song. I'm not gonna lie. I saw Octopussy at the cinema. I think. Oh yeah. I think so. Yeah. I seem to remember it. They should do a remake of Octopussy because I could imagine the Flaming Lips would be quite appropriate to do a song called Octopussy. I just think they'd work. Hmm. Oh man, let's just have a night of Bond songs. Let's get Duran Duran out for Review to a Kill. Yeah. Get Aha out for the living daylights. That would be good. I once saw a Duran Duran cover band called Dan Dan. And it's just two <laughs> girls called Dan. That's pretty solid. They sing Duran Duran songs. But they don't sing like any of the. They only sing like B sides and album tracks that weren't released as singles. <laughs> well, you got to give the people what they want, and yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't ask for like Rio or anything like that, they basically say, go fuck yourself. It's like in um, Step Brothers, the uh, oh, we, yeah. we are like Pasadena's number one Billy Joel cover band or something. Yeah. <laughs> oh, bloody hell. Oh. Oh. Yeah, just cut that shit off. Well, she's still got a great pair of lungs on her for an yeah. old bird. Mm. She's getting a standing O. As great as she is and as talented as she is, though, you know for a fact, absolute dick in real life. Mm. What, Reese Witherspoon, who's on screen now? <laughs> her as well. 
Jesus, 76. What was that? Like, ta- the, the, whoever was behind Tarantino was just going mental. <laughs> so, oh, that all the Bonds together thing did. And then a Bond aftershave advert. Classy. <laughs> For fuck's sake. So, does this just smell like martinis and vagina? And cigarettes. Mm. If it was based on the original character, it would smell like two bottles of whiskey and and 20 fags. Mm. <laughs> Actually, I was reading something uh, a bit ago, just before... Um, just before the last film came out. I, seriously, you're advertising Battleship? Okay. Um, yeah, I know that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, the, they were saying that, like, apparently according to the um, the original uh, Ian Fleming novels, if Bond was a real person, he couldn't, he just couldn't function because of the, ama- the sheer amount of alcohol that he was supposed to drink in a day and the sheer amount of cigarettes. It just wasn't humanly possible. <laughs> That sounds like a fucking challenge. Yeah, well, they should. That, that's what they should do to the next Bond. Just have him played by like Russell Brand or something, or you know, somebody who can take take a good amount of. Uh, you could have um, you could have him like in his old age, played by John Goodman, just sitting on a toilet and dying, and then he flashes back to his earlier life. No, even better, exact role, but drinking heavily and smoking heavily. Alec Baldwin. Oh, that would be good. <laughs> oh my God! Old Bond, gold. just swearing at people. Did you hear that story about Alec Baldwin last week? Where he's like, oh, he grabbed hold of a Holly. Was it? I can't remember. She worked for the Hollywood Reporter or something like that. He grabbed hold of her arm and he said, he said something like, "I want to grab you like I want to. I want to grab you by the throat and strangle you to death or something like that." And she was just like, "What?" <laughs> just ask him. Ask him some perfectly normal question about his career and he's just like I want to strangle you to death he's fucking nuts that guy and apparently like what's his name Um, Shia LaBeouf has refused to work with him now because they were supposed to be in some West End play together or something Shia LaBeouf's like walked out citing creative differences but a load of emails have surfaced apparently regarding the, the relationship between Alec Baldwin and Shia LaBeouf and it's basically just that Shia LaBeouf can't Handle being around him because he's such a dick. Wow. <laughs> I re- I re- I really hope that is like he was just bullying the class nerd. <laughs> I think that's I think that that's literally what it sounds like. It is the thing is if you're Alec Ball, Alec Baldwin doesn't give a fuck about nobody. He probably doesn't even no, know who Shia LaBeouf is. Yeah, and you've got you think about he is one of those guys. You imagine he really doesn't give a shit. No, he doesn't. The thing is, I'd I'd like him a little bit more. But he's got quite bad politics, and he's. I I have a certain amount of admiration for people who are of a certain age and are quite successful and just don't give a fuck anymore. Yeah. But, but that if you've got like if you're arrogant with it, like say Bruce Willis is, uh, or you're you actually have quite sort of ugly politics, then. Um, sorry, I'm being asked to be quieter. So, oh, hello, what's going on there? Got an award being presented by Jamie Foxx and Kerry Washington. Not sure what award it is, though. 
I think it might be cinematography. We've already had it, mate. We're about to start cinematography, aren't we? Okay, well, um, I might just pause it for a second then. No disrespect to the live-action short people, but I don't think we've seen any of them. I have seen two. Oh, all right then. Well, I won't pause it. So, which ones have you seen, Mark? I have seen Bushkashi Boys and Curfew. Any two preference two between the two? Oh, no, I've seen Death of a Shadow as well. I've seen three. Ah, Death of a Shadow. Is that the one with um, Matthias Schoenarts from Rust and Bone in it? Yes. Yeah, okay. Oh, none of, the, none of the shots from ABCs of Death included. <laughs> the nominees are F is for Fart. <laughs> yeah, they do. They have the not as famous ones just put in a little box for like that one award mm. yeah but the um, best costume design came from there as well I best hair and makeup came from there as well that's pretty harsh yeah. so like if you were um if you were seated towards the front, but like right to the left or the right, that would proper be distracting. Like people just constantly ferrying people to and from that little bit, and you're mm-hmm. trying to pay attention to the front. Next, in a minute, when it flashes up to um, Van Bale Lewis and Tommy Lee Jones clapping, look behind at Kristen Stewart. She looks like she's cracked off her face. I look forward to this. She kind of always looks a bit like that to me. Yeah, but she, she just she, she looks like that. All of her hair is like over on one side, and her eyes are doing that kind of glaze. Like I'm, I'm either gonna piss or shit myself in a minute. Look. Oh, I see what you mean. She's just like I just need to stare in this direction. If I do anything else, it's gonna yeah. all fall apart. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If I'd have made those damn Twilight movies, I might be winning one of these one day. Nice. What is this category? Documentary short. Dark subject. They they appear to be going up to the music from A Perfect Storm. Wow, these guys get to... That's so weird. So, like, the live-action yeah. short people are in that little box, but the documentary <laughs> short people get to be... God, how... Oh, because they're in, they're in a documentary, so they're obviously more intelligent. Like, seriously, how do they work out the seating plan? That's... I think they just asked George Clooney. And he just goes... There, there, there. 
Oh, that's nice. I just noticed Jack Nicholson was clapping them all the way up to the stage when everyone else had stopped. Mm. That was quite nice of him. He probably wants to have sex with one of them. Well, that dude on the right with the long hair, oh, he's a piece. Only because he's had sex with the other three. Mm. <laughs> that's, that, that's why they're sat where they were sat. That's not that's not a tattoo on that one girl's chest. That's just Nicholson's <laughs> ravaged old cum. <laughs> Stained. Might be the first time the phrase ravaged old cum has ever been used. Quite pleased with that. I think I've heard you use ravaged old cum before. Nah. <laughs> so, obviously, cut to George Clooney. I know he's the producer, but the one intrepid agent who could cut to George Clooney... <laughs> I don't think I've seen Ben Affleck, have I? He must be there. He is there because that <clears throat> Seth MacFarlane oh, joke in the opening. Yeah, sorry, yeah, early on. Yeah, yeah. It'd be brilliant if it was just like him and Jennifer Garner just really needed to fuck. <laughs> They're just out in the bathroom just doing it. I rewatched Argo last night. Is it on? Um, are we recording? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, I rewatched it the way things get watched. Okay. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> I think you know where I was going with. <laughs> yeah. Um, no. I, um, I really, really like Argo, and the thing is, like, the best picture because it's like preferential ballot as a film that is not. M- everyone's number one but a lot of people's numbers two or three I think it's an entirely fitting like consensus best picture of the year you know uh, like that like that because the argument is that like Argo gets the kind of no one thinks it's shit whereas with Lincoln it's like people either love it or they just don't click with it yeah See, I don't know. That's where that's where I kind of sit on the the lamest thing. It's like mm. I could see that being something that just just a lot of people like. in Hollywood like, yeah. you know, and could split the vote for for those who don't like Lincoln or Argo. That's a, yeah. I could, I could also see um, Civilized Playbook do the same thing, though. Yeah, that's true. Right, I've got quite a lot more beer to drink, and my problem is that I get louder when I get drunker. So if I start to get loud, will you tell me? Because Claire's just come in and told me to be quiet. Yeah, no worries. They should have used the "I'm the motherfucker who found him" clip for this. Yeah. Yeah. You see, that's that's one of the films that, that, that the best picture nominations that is clearly not going to win. Mm. Uh, they used a horrible red fucking felt pen on the window bit, though, didn't they? Mm. Awful. 
She might as well have been writing it in her own menstrual blood. Ridiculous. Are you not a fan of Zero Dark Thirty now? Not really. I mean, I didn't hate it. It's just... I, I, it was very cold and very... It was very cold and didn't engage me that much. I didn't believe any of the characters or the main character. It just... I don't know. Maybe it's a maybe it's a one of those situations where it's just like you hear so much good things about something and then you just you don't get that from it. But I don't know. happens a lot with me. <laughs> that was a pretty good joke. The actor who really got inside Lincoln's head was John Wilkes Booth. That's pretty good. <laughs> probably not going to go down well though no seriously I think Affleck and Garner are banging backstage <laughs> They have, he hasn't been on screen for ages no they've got Oscar fever mm. good job he wasn't fucking nominated for best director mm. they'd be doing it on the carpet <laughs> <laughs> Here he is. Ah, best documentary film. Searching for Sugar Man blatantly. Hmm. Oh, there he is. His hair's all messed up, though. Yeah. He's got a bit of Garner's fanny juice on his earlobe. Yeah. He's going to go up to step five a minute and go, my beard smells of my wife. Hmm. Oh, five broken cameras, mate. He's an outside bet on this one. I'd like I'd like to see the Invisible War get it, but I have only seen two of the five, so I don't have that much of a. No, I've only seen a couple. I mean, Searching for Sugar Man's really fun, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't wait, did he? He's just straight in there with it. weird you know like documentary features usually one of the categories where I've seen them all and I haven't seen any of these this year you'd love searching for Sugar Man man. yeah I'm kind of surprised I haven't seen that yet Sugar Man is a great a real film I think I've seen I've only seen two yeah same which have you seen Sugar Man and Invisible War yeah what have you done for Five Broken Cameras and Search for Sugar Man? Five Broken Cameras and Sugar Man, yeah. Five Broken Cameras is decent. It's alright. Mm. Some, oh, some, some guy just comes off and leads this guy off halfway through his speech. Whoa. Yeah. Just taps on the shoulder and just points him away.
Or coming as a oh, Prometheus shark. It's really weird that they're cutting people mm. off with the jaws. The jaws theme is... It's kind of like... They're really despite, oh, you know, guys, we're trying to keep this light-hearted, but get the fuck off the stage. Yeah, yeah. The thing is, it's the jaws music. It's like one of the most, like intense pieces of music ever so it's not funny is it it's... <laughs> did you get to Prometheus I, I quite like that actually yeah. I, I like that yeah okay it's 10 to 3 in the morning and we're still here we're still rocking it Don't know how interesting it is if people are listening to that. There'll be some fairly heavy editing, I think. It is difficult because you do kind of just want to watch it and hear what people are saying. Mm. Best foreign language film now. This one's going, don't we? It'd be a stunner if it didn't. So, what are the odds on uh, what are the odds on Hanukkah coming up to the stage and saying, "Now I can add these to my palms doors, lol"? Because <laughs> he's actually there, isn't he? Hmm. Fair enough, though. Go on, Hanukkah. Go on. Fucking great movie, though. It is a very good movie. Mm. In saying that, uh, I, I must say, uh, Our Royal Affair was very fucking good. Yeah, I didn't get to check that out. It's, it's, it's well worth checking out. It's very good. It's not... It, Amor is, is, is a better film, but it's very good. Thank you, cats. Thank you, cats. I like the random close-ups of, of just like people that have nothing to do with anything that's going on. In a second, there's a close-up of Salma Hayek for some reason. <laughs> I don't think they dare do the Jaws theme to Michael Haneker. No, I keep probably make a film about it. <laughs> <laughs> Hanukkah hasn't tweeted yet, but his last tweet was, well done to searching for Sugar Man. Amazing that they could spin a whole film out of Jamaican going food shopping, lol. (laughs) 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 The Michael Hanukkah account on the short short documentaries, uh, when those were going, he said, aren't these just films what people couldn't be bothered to finish? Why are they getting awards, lol? Jesus. 
John Travolta's about to come up and he has lost weight. That's weird, because last time I saw him, he was eating. He <laughs> <laughs> does a weird, like he's missed a little bit shaving. It's not quite a soul patch, but it's just a, there's just like a little, like an upside down Hitler. Good. So, whoa, what the fuck? Really? What the fuck's going on here? Uh, it's a bit like watching someone's mum. Yeah, it kind of is a little bit. I'm like a minute ahead of it, and trust me, it gets a lot fucking worse. When she was on the red carpet, I did admit to Zane that I did think she was still fit, but it is a lot like watching someone's mum who's drunk, who's come home drunk and has decided to put on her favourite lingerie. Oh, fucking, just trust me, dude. This just. It, it, this is this is bad whose idea was this it feels a bit soon to be sort of revisiting Chicago doesn't it I think. well it's only 10 years isn't it is that yeah. why they're doing it like no I think it's just musicals like I think they're gonna get the lame is cast to do um hear the people sing which could oh, be God. pretty solid fucking awful To be fair, she's doing alright considering she's been sat on a couch fucking breastfeeding billions of children for (laughs) two. I don't know how many she's got. But she's not done anything for the last few years, has she, apart from that movie where she was a chef. Well, she's in that new Soderbergh. What, is she? Which one? The The side effects. Side effects, Mm. is she? Uh, it's been a while since she rouged her lips, and uh, oh, totally. it's probably been a while since her husband rouged her lips as well. Yeah. well I think um, oh, we've got a dream girls. Eddie Murphy, I think. Oh, we get Jerry Fox. <laughs> that last bit sounded like a recording. Mm. Nah. So what's this then? Dream Girls. Never seen Dream Girls. Yeah. It's Dream well, Girls. What's the, the Dream Girls was the only film that year that was nominated for for an Oscar that I had that I didn't see in the sort of major. Have category. you seen it since? No. It's it's alright. It's, it, it's it's perfect. I'd say it. See that that particular year. I guess was it 2010 or 2000? It must have been 2010. Nine. Was it? Was it a couple of years before that? Wasn't it? Was it? I just I remember that year particularly going out of my way trying to watch absolutely everything, but just never got around to Dreamgirls. Hmm. Well, no, it was like 2006. Jesus, was it? Hanukkah tweeted 
as a somebody just said something about his tweet oh come on yay I wins one sorry to the other foreign nominees whatever they were called again lol hashtag team Hanukkah <laughs> I doing it backstage to that one from Daredevil lol <laughs> <laughs> Who's Sarah Polly? Sarah Polly. Sarah Polly. She, um, directed Take This Waltz. She was the lead woman in Dawn of the Dead remake. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because it looks like it was uh, that fake Hanukkah account. Um, she, Sarah Polly, tweeted, "Where on earth is Michael? And Michael Hanukkah's gloating." And then he retweeted that with, I is I doing it backstage to that one from Daredevil Wall. Well, He's doing well, though. 29,000 followers. Well, I mean, Michael Haneke is the man who withdrew from the Austrian Film Awards because he said he wanted to give other films a chance to actually get attention, <laughs> which is pretty amazing. Classic. Did he spell attention A T T E N S H U N? I hope so. Oh, here we go. Michael Haneke, best foreign film bitches. Thank God Argo wasn't set set in Boston. Otherwise, I might have had some actual competition. Lol. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm about to get limits in a second. Jack Nicholson standing up and then forgetting what he was standing up for, looking <laughs> around and then applauding. That was pretty amazing. This is so. This is suddenly the, uh, the best original song nominee. So, ah. so it gets this out of the way. Uh, kind of two birds in one stone with one stone situation. Mm. Oh. So, right, okay, Russell Crowe isn't a nominee. He should come out in costume, surely. Well, no, because I've got Safe Read, Red Man, and what's the name? Out. I just, I just want, I just really want Russell Crowe to go, like, Prisoner 24601. <laughs> <laughs> I stole a loaf of bread. This chick should have got her best spot in. Yes. Samantha Barks. Yes. No, he's not in costume. And Eddie Redmayne seems to have gotten over his toilet trauma from the BAFTAs a couple of weeks back. Hmm. Who the fuck's this guy? Oh, he's that he's one. Red Bane's mate. Yeah. Uh, oh, yes, come on. 
Oh shit. Sasha Baron Cohen just comes in shouting randomly. Do you reckon Sasha Baron Cohen couldn't do up his uh, bow tie so he's not wearing it, or do you reckon that was he chose to not? Actually, no, Jackman's not wearing one either, is he? Yeah, Jackman looks like it's supposed to be that way, though. Yeah, Hugh Jackman just looks like a fucking boss. Jack Jackman looks like he went to put it on, but went, oh, God, my neck's way too big. Why am I Wolverine? <laughs> I think Sasha Baron Cohen just looked at, t- looked at Jackman and went, I'm going to do that. <laughs> yeah, he looks fucking cool, doesn't he? <laughs> He's fucking Wolverine. <laughs> that was my Russell Crowe bit of that song. Prisoner ba, to ba, ba, 601. Sorry. Thing is, though, Ian, that's one of those things that you'll remember. If you're ever in a pub quiz and that question comes up, what was <laughs> what was Jean Valjean's prisoner number mm. in Les Mis, you'll know that. That's 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 Russell Crowe's gift to you. That's true, actually. Russell Crowe's given me many gifts in fairness. Russell Crowe's gift to me was him pulling those anal beads out of that girl's ass <laughs> with his teeth in Mount Iron Fist. Shall that I give you the baby's arm? <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen uh, the man with the Iron Fist, No. I've seen half of it. Oh, fucking hell. I liked that film. I was enjoying it, but I was a bit drunk, so I decided to come back to it. I've just not got around to it yet. I think I'll be getting the steelbook for that. I might as well, actually. It's a fucking nice-looking steelbook. Yeah, it is. God, Blackberry's back. Right, I'm going to pee break. I'm just going to pause the recording. So this is the uh, the token. Mm. We went and gave a bunch of awards to geeks. Geeks. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Avatar won something. That's good. Oh, that's great. Oh, Rise of the Planet of the Apes won something. Mmm, <laughs> Untangled. What year is it? <laughs> The Fast and the Furious won something. That guy, that guy didn't even get a proper Oscar. He just got like a little mini plate. No, he got a medal for working on Fast and the Furious. That's what you get for working on Fast and Furious. You get a medal. (laughs) I think they were just about to give him the Oscar and they saw it and they went, sorry, what film did you... Oh, no, 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 no. You get a medal. (laughs) What's that for? For admitting it? Oh, oh. This is a tribute to all those whose careers died upon the release of The Fast and the Furious. Their lives shall be remembered always.
Oh, it's Ted. Come in. He hears. What is this? So, is, this a, is this CG or is what have they done? It's an animatronic oh, bear. Created a CG. Okay. Nah, this is weirding me out. See, the thing is, is if you were actually in the audience, this would be the equivalent of the Clint Eastwood situation with Mark Wahlberg talking to a chair. That's a good point. Is this a screenplay one? Hmm. We're not being very interesting at the moment. No, sorry. I'm just kind of... It's difficult. I'm just kind of watching and enjoying watching it. Mm. Ah, oh, Greg Russell. He's been nominated like 16 times and never won one. Oh, and he hasn't won again. <laughs> Did you have money on this one? Yeah. And no, I um, put money on sound editing for Skyfall. Even though, to be fair, if Lame is one sound mixing, it's probably going to win sound editing. <laughs> You know what? To be fair, you know, you could actually we, you could actually just put out the first two hours, and like a sum up bit at the end. I, if you didn't want to put out a six-hour podcast that's like been edited down to four hours, I'll probably I don't know. I'll sort something out. Like to be honest, as soon as this is over, I'm going to bed. Ah. Yeah, me too. Which I get four hours before I start work. I mean, like, we've been chatting and stuff, like, through it. It's just we've gone quiet a couple of times. But, like, through the song and dance bit, we were chatting. So it's like, leave that in. I think I just heard Mark's TV. Ah. Damn it. I think I just... It hasn't announced announced who won. Yeah. But Mark hadn't announced who had won. They haven't announced it? It's only just announced just now. Oh, I thought I heard Lee Miserable. It might be, but I didn't announce it at that point. Literally just announced it a second ago. Oh. Um, but I don't know, wasn't it? Because I muted it when you said I think I just heard. Oh, sorry. No, no, that would do. It's. It's. Uh, oh, what? no. It's not. It's. Uh, oh. Well, what did you have? What did you have that on? Hang on, that was weird. He just said we have a tie. Have... Why, why is he saying that? But I muted it at that point. He, he was like, we have a tie. No BS, we have a tie. Maybe it was a joke that just happened to fall flat. I don't know. Um, I'm not going to go on Twitter. Um, yeah, people are saying it's actually a tie. A tie. Between who and who? It, it's they haven't just said they haven't said just zero dark at the moment. And it's just it's cool up now. That's crazy. Skyfall. Yes. Skyfall. Did you put down Skyfall? Yeah, I did. 
well, I'm assuming I, they must pay out on that because it won. Yeah, that's yeah. true. They should. Sweet. I'm in the black. What odds did you have on that? Sorry? What odds did you have on that? Four to one. On a quid? Yeah, so I would have got... Um, on two quid, so I would have got eight quid plus my two back, yeah? Yep. And I got my two quid back and 450 um, earlier on on uh, makeup. So I'm £6.50 up. Nice. And I've got one more to go. Apparently, there have been two previous ties, 1932 for Best Actor and 1968 Best Actress. And according to Michael Haneke, someone needs to open a hairdresser's for sound edit as well. So, what, the exact same number of people voted for both Skyfall and Zero Dark Thirty? That's mad. How many yeah, How many people get to vote? I don't know how it works with sound. What the hell? So, they've got to pay out on that, haven't they? Because it won. Yeah. yeah. If it goes on with an Oscar, it won, yeah. Actress. This is fucking weird. This is weird to somebody who's not seen the sound of music anyway, because I don't get the reference. I'm guessing that was a reference to sound of music. But the people laughing in the audience seem to have gotten it. So. Well, yeah, everybody in that fucking room seen the sound of music, that's why. Best supporting actress. Is this? Yeah, it is. This is one of those categories where we pretty much know who's won, so it'll be a hell of a surprise if it's not. Well, I'm um, fingers crossed for that surprise because it could put me. Uh... Yeah, how are you guys doing? So, Mark, are you still sixty odd p down? No, well, first on what I've bet, yeah. I've won 2.38, but off the bets that I've lost, I've lost far quite. No, how about you? Um, I've not added those up. Basically, it's, there's 20 quid out there if I get anything back. Um, um, let's have a look. I lost three quid on best animated feature. That's I've, lost, I've lost three pounds. Um, 
I'm 60, yep, 62 feet down. Uh, Ladbrooks have confirmed my first bet anyway. Why don't you just fuck with everyone's minds right now if Jack Wheel won this? That would be stunning. Helen Hunt, like, she was good in the sessions, but it was basically that she's not the youngest woman in the world and she went full frontal. Yeah. Like she 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 doesn't It's a movie. It's a movie about a middle aged woman who sleeps with a handicapped guy. That's I'm sorry, but like I've not seen the movie but the thing is it was always it was always gonna get some the thing is, lot of attention it's with a, that kind of It's a movie about a handicapped guy who sleeps with a middle aged woman and not the other yeah. way around though. It's it's right. Hawks' movie yeah. like through and through. She well, is like that, she is that very good though. That kind of topic is gonna attract a lot's attention. Mm. Yeah. I think Sally Field was the only one there who was looking like trouble. It yeah, like yeah, maybe. Have you got to the winning yet? Yes. That was that was pretty much the the, the one fucking nailed on one, wasn't it? Like that. Mm. So we're still taking bets on the Oscars now. I'd put some money down on Best Director because I know I'm in the black. But no. They stopped taking bets. It looks it. Yeah, Sky stopped taking bets on it. I think as well. Michael Haneke, amazing speech from the actress playing Anne Hathaway. Lol. Did someone just make her an offer she couldn't refuse? <laughs> yeah, ice creams. Plus the, the a special performance of Skyfall by Adele. Plus the Oscar for plus, best editing. And the Oscar Adele was going to win. You may as well just say that. Mm-hmm. And we're going to give Adele her Oscar. Yeah, I think Adele's going to. Uh, it's largely rumored that Adele's going to win for best editing. <laughs> well, editing should be the first one that Argo wins for the night. If Adele doesn't steal it. Hmm. Yeah, I should have put some money on Adele for best editor. <laughs> I nearly put a five run for best cinematographer, but. I do think Deacon should have won that actually gorgeous gorgeous film Skyfall the blu-ray of Skyfall is insane Anna Hathaway I thought she said she was married gonna pause that's pretty solid hop crotch nice 
I went to the Academy Awards and all I got was a hot crock. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I went to Magaluf this summer and all I came back with was a hot crotch. Sorry, I think the uh, I think the cooperative um, strong export ales kicking. <laughs> nice. What the hell is going on half now? Uh, college children from around the world. College children from around the world are gathering around a hot crotch. I hope you realise that staying in, though. (laughs) Keep it all in. Yeah. I I don't really know what that was. Oh. Oh, she's just so down to earth, isn't she? With her plastic face. They won't have money on this one? Nope. Nope. This was the category I won on last year, though, for... Um, Girl with a dragon tattoo. Oh, was oh, that the nice. oh, that was last year. So, as an example, this is like, you know, last year I probably bet about twenty, twenty-five quid again, and won by by gambling like I don't know two or three quid on um, girl with dragon tattoo. I think I won something like I can't remember what it was, fifty or sixty quid or something. So, kind of tripled what I'd put on all my bets just in one bet. So, so it's either you go home empty-handed or you come home up. So, like, it's, I don't know, just that one, the one that you get right can can make it worthwhile. Mm. I'll go. Ah, go fucking collect your Oscar. <laughs> so what's Argo one for so far? Is that... Um, it's one for something else, isn't it? Is it one of the screenplays? Or? I don't think no, that's it's it's that it's on No. This can't be the first just, one. Just, just tweeted... Please, uh, can I have some Amor bracket nice. Oscars, lol? <laughs> well, I said it on Bath tonight, I'll say it again. It's all about beards, man. <laughs> I have. Why would, why, um, would it, why, would you, why would you be a man and not have a beard? I don't know. It's a fair question. It's beyond me. It's like after this, I just imagine um, 
the other ones, they'll just get out like a tape player, like a little portable tape player, and then just press play on a tape for ten seconds, and then just stop. <laughs> you know, like it's just it's a bit overblown. Well, I'll be honest. I don't think she, I don't think she blew the roof off there. No, it was a very, uh, well, it just, it just seems so stilted. I think the problem is, is it's the nature of the song. It's not a, like she's one of those, she's one of those performers where you know people have talked for a great amount of time about like the performance she did. Was it at the Brits or something where she did like? Um, that one song what the fuck is that song but like where it's uh, what's the fucking song um, nobody's got any idea what I'm talking about right now but um, I, don't, I, I don't know I, I, it, yeah I'm a bit struggling what songs are called it's, it's what that one, she did that one performance of the song which is um, you know her most famous song and I can't put it the, the name escapes me but I think the problem the issue is with Skyfall it's not as it's not as showy for her voice as it is showy for it sounding like a Bond song, if, if that to makes honest, sense. Do you know what I mean? I've had, a, I've had a few friends who could see her live and have said she is thoroughly underwhelming live. She she, she, she struggles. She's had problems with her throat, hasn't she? Oh, all right. So, and she, she seems to struggle with hitting some of the notes that she can hit on record that she can hit. She, she just can't recreate them live. Um, it's, it's it's a very underwhelming performance and she just basically comes out sings the song but they sound very different to um, how they actually sound on record mm. to be fair though if she came out and missed every single fucking note and was awful people would still say oh, that was amazing because she's at, she's at that level now where anything she does is just oh it's brilliant it's brilliant it's brilliant. I don't know. I, the thing is though, I think it's it, it's easy to kind of it's easy to to put her into a certain category because she is in that sort of sphere. But she is an incredible vocalist, and she has she has done a few songs that have been you know maybe not for me, but they've done incredibly well based on the fact that they're good pop ballads like and mm. I'm sorry but I, I, I'm you know I'm not a fan of her music I don't I would never go and see her live I'm not particularly interested in her next album or anything like that but I swear I god I'd take over I'd take her over a good 90% of, of other artists that are out there at the moment oh, she, she's at got, least she's got she can sing she's talented she's got incredible she voice. can write you know but um, her, her songs are incredibly repetitive. If you, if you listen to her songs, it's usually five or six lines repeated over and over again. That, that song, that, what that song was called was bugging the shit out of me. Yeah, um, the one about her ex-boyfriend who... Yeah, it's annoying the fuck out of what it's called. 
Try to find a fucking track listing, but I can't it's fucking not, find it. It's not it. rolling in the deep, I know that much. Set fire to the rain? No. Oh, dead heat deduction? What does that mean? Someone like you, that's it. Um, yeah, someone like oh, you. Yeah. She, she did a performance of someone like you. Which I think was at like, like at the Royal Albert Hall for some reason. It might have been. I don't. Oh, I, I don't. Proms. I don't think it was the Brits. Was it? The electric, the electric proms. proms or something like that. Yeah, but she did a performance of that, and it was absolutely incredible. Absolutely, you know, I totally agree. It's, it's incredible. But I think probably that type of performance of that type of song shows off her voice brilliantly. I don't think Skyfall shows off. That much, like she felt very much like she was just, you know, painting by numbers in that performance. I think really, and I think that's the nature of the song rather than the nature of the voice. Um, my bet for sound editing apparently yeah. got deducted due to it being a dead heat. So you got you got less, you got split odds. Yeah, I got one to two. So does that mean I put in two quid so I get that back plus a quid? Yeah. What the fuck? Basically means you get your money back in your stake. Sorry, you get your you get your stake plus plus your stake, I think. So two plus two? Double your stake, I think. Okay. That's still Fuck it. That's still over what I put in, so still worth it. It's weird that they can do that after the fact, and they're really kind of. Uh... Well, it's it's kind of annoying just because of the fact that okay, yeah, it was a dead heat, but they did both win, and how fucking likely was that to happen? Well, I mean, at the end of the day, it's the whole point of a bet is you put money on what you think is going to win. They agree that you are right or you are wrong based on what their odds are, and then if you are right, then you get the money, and if they are wrong, they give you the money. <laughs> You can't really change the goalposts afterwards, can you? Mm. It was one of those fucking small print things, all right. Mm. Oh shit, I've lost Sky. Oh, In about time, they added a, uh, an Academy Award for Best Adapted Score. Yeah, that would make sense. Well, like, like best use of non original music. Yeah, yeah. original yeah. music. You know, uh, you have best adapted screenplay. I think Tarantino would be winning it this year and probably most years. In fact. Mm. Yeah, but it's it still, it's, it's, it's a perfectly legitimate award. Because yeah, Tarantino doesn't just use, um, you know, songs, he uses. You know, previously used um, you know, score clips and stuff like that. Mm. You know, and he does he does chuck in you know original. There are some original songs in some of his scores as well. Mm. 
Oh, Kristen Stewart's presenting an award. <gasps> Time and check, folks. Ten to four. Sorry, mate. And Rackham's making an appearance again. Mm. Oh, and Kristen Stewart really does look like she's coped off her face. <laughs> The fact she's got a bruise on her arm doesn't help as well. Production design. does look a bit fucked, doesn't she? She looks fucking off her face. <laughs> I bet she should be backstage saying... The director, she's fucked. Oh, yeah. That was weird, man. It was like she was just nodding along with Daniel Radcliffe as if she was about to pass out and remember she had to say something. Yeah, more everyone. irritating. I think they are a little bit, but then again, you've got the the big kind of bigger wars that come up in a minute, aren't But it's like you still got score, song, actor, actress, director, picture, adapted screenplay, original screenplay. Yeah. There's a lot more to go yet, man. In an hour. Is it four o'clock now? Is it? Five to four, yeah. See. So how are we generally feeling about these so far? There's nothing that's particularly offended me at all. There's been no real big kind of like, oh, oh, what the hell? No real honest, big surprises. To be honest, it feels like we've, it feels like we've been stuck in sort of the. It feels like the last half hour to 40 minutes we've not really been learning anything. There's been a few sort of like, you know, quieter awards. It's slowed itself down, hasn't it? Yeah. They said there's a lot of ad breaks. It's, it's a weird structure this year. It's like they've they got a couple of big things out of the way and then there's been a massive lull in the middle. Mm. And now we're still sort of waiting for the bigger categories to come up. Mm. Even looking at the best supporting actress, like, yeah, it's a bigger category, but it feels like it's been given to somebody who A, was a shoe in, and B, wasn't in the movie for that long. So, <laughs> just doesn't mm. feel like anything's been awarded yet that's quite yeah, big. This woman in the middle can fuck off. Who is she? Is she an actress or a writer or what? She's a fashion reporter, apparently. Oh, okay. Why is she not covering the fucking fashion awards then? That's it, exactly, was to get Floyd Hilton to go do the fashion awards. Is that her Twitter handle that I'm seeing on the screen? Nah, it's just randoms. Because I was going to ask her why. (laughs) 
Why is there a bunch of flowers and some rocks and a candle on the floor? That's a good question. Such a weird choice. It's like they had just a bit of extra space and they didn't know what to do with it, so they just went, well, let's take all this shit off the table and put it on the floor just there. Look, why is that there? I'd be pissed off if I was remembered for the sound on fucking um, Transformers Revenge of the Fallen. <laughs> Not even the first Transformers film, but the third one. Mm. I didn't expect to see Robocop tonight, anyway. Mm. It's a pleasant surprise. Is that... Oh, Zanuck, yeah, that makes sense. Well, he's not lost. Bloody hell. Ha ha ha. Yeah. Didn't expect to see this person there. Oh, God, it's not Streisand, is it? Oh, God, is it really? Yep. Yep. Uh. Fuck, you know you're at the Oscars when Streisand turns up. Fuck, Jennifer Aniston's let herself go. <laughs> <laughs> What are you laughing at, man? Sorry, that was corny as shit. But I'll always have those memories. <laughs> Just ruined the moment. Um, you know, every year Sorry. they forget someone. Often memories the the Mallorian thing bit. Every year they forget someone. Yeah. Uh, where was Michael Winner? That's a good point. Yeah, that's fair. You know, he, he, he directed a number of movies. You know, they might not have been what is it worthy, but you know. Yeah, that's pretty good. He made a lot. He, he made a lot of fucking movies. Forty-one movies he directed. Forty-one was it? Forty-one, yeah. mu- Forty-one movies between nineteen fifty, nineteen sixty, and nineteen ninety-eight. So yeah, that, I'm, I'm pretty sure that deserves a mention at least. Mm. So there's twenty-two writing credits, twenty-five producer credits, fourteen editor credits. Okay, Yo, 
You're fucking typing a lot during this, Ian. Brutal. The thing is, it's going to be easy to edit this because it's just going to, it's going to, basically going to be the bits in audacity where there is like no sound yeah. for minutes at yeah. a time. <sighs> to be honest, even the, the few times, well, the, the twice that I did like a drunk. Um, recording of the Oscars what I'd do is I'd just have Audacity kind of on and I'd be watching the Oscars and then I'd just record every time I had something to say and then just tie it all together the next day Mm, that makes sense Lincoln nominations for me are just so bland. Yeah, it, it's. I don't know. The John, Williams, the John Williams nomination is just like it's obvious. There's nothing outstanding. Like I mean, like I have to look at the film and just go. It's not an outstanding score, and it's not an out. It's not outstanding direction, and it's not out an outstanding. Um lead actor performance or you know supporting actress performance there's nothing really that outstanding about Lincoln I think it's one of those things it, it, it's like they've gone oh John Williams has scored this year we better nominate him for the Oscar No, no, Colin. He asked you for one word and you said intrinsic. That's it. You know, just. And what, was the just actual, what was the actual question? In one, in one word, word, how would you describe music to Bond? And he said intrinsic. If you'd have asked me, I would have said Bondy. Mm. <laughs> Or actually, if we were really pressed for time, and I knew that I had absolutely only had one word, and it was immediately going to cut to the Oscars afterwards, I would have just gone pineapple, <laughs> just just to fuck the evening. Microwave, put cock banana. That's two words. No, it's all one word when you say it like that. I'm not sure. Cock hyphen banana. Why the sudden celebration of Chicago? I've no idea. Mm. Seriously, what the fuck? Is there a special edition DVD out or something? Was it the only film that's won Best Picture in the past ten years that will get all the cash to come and do something because they've got fuck all else to do? But seriously, Zellweger, like, she hasn't been in anything for... God knows how long. Queen Latifah's not had a rap album out for 20 years. Mm. Maybe she's got a new rap album out. Oh, you fucking dickhead. 
Ugh. Oh, God, these people are so smug and horrible. Look at their faces. The fucking Rene Zellweger, man. What the shit? Collection of fucking bastards this is. Rene Zellweger looks like Sarah Jessica Parker, who's been put, like, had a potato masher applied <sighs> to her face. What are they even presenting? <laughs> uh, it's original score. Uh, the thing is, the, the score for Argo is basically this one theme, and it's a nice theme. But Life of Pi is going to get this. I'd love Skyfall to get this. I see what you mean about this one, though. It's just, it's very John Williams. Yeah. It's very, just like, quietly emphatic and respectful. But that's how I find Lincoln as a film. Like, I didn't dislike the film. I, you know, there was a lot of it, a lot of it that I liked, but in terms of the nominations that it's got here, like direction, best actor, and, and score, they're just very typical. Hmm. Mm. What, what's Richard Gere doing just screaming Life of Pi repeatedly <laughs> how many got Life of Pi one now four it's one of few yeah probably end up being the biggest winner Fargo wins adapted screenplay I think Ang Lee's going to get best director it's just not going to go Lincoln's way mm. oh, she's a surprise this is Adele's award then next Looks like he's had a few late nights in his life, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, he does, bless him. Jesus. Paid off, though, clearly. Hmm, mm, we're all so smug. <laughs> Earlier this we're evening, all... you heard these nominees perform. What? When the hell did you hear anybody else other than Adele perform? The Lemis cast. What about the Ted one? <laughs> did they just do that during one of the breaks? Seriously, I think they did these during the breaks. No, they did suddenly there was limits because we saw that. Like, it gets to other bits in a minute, don't worry about that. It doesn't show all of those, it, 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 it's got clips as well. Cope with another minute of these people on stage just just glaring at each other with smug expressions on the face. 
I suppose it's because it's music and Chicago's the only musical to have won Best Picture in the past 20 odd years. So nobody had a gamble in this category then? <laughs> no. <laughs> no? No money going down on Bombay Jayashri? <clears throat> Oh, bloody hell. Oh, Noah Jones is now singing. Why Nora Jones? Everybody needs a friend from Ted. Oh, from Ted, of course. Ladies and gentlemen, Nora Jones singing the losing song. <laughs> was this recorded earlier though it must have been they're not going to get oh no it can't because no 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 you have something recorded earlier because the smug bastards from Chicago out on stage right now <sighs> it's kind of a boring song this is I preferred Seth MacFarlane's song about boobs a little bit earlier on, if I'm being honest. Yeah. Much funnier. So Noah Jones is on stage for them to announce that she hasn't just won an award. Mm-hmm. That can be awkward. What's that? Oh, there's a fucking surprise. Oh, this needs to spark things up a bit, man. Um. What? Your session has been ended as a third member of your household has started viewing on another device. I had that earlier on. Just restart it. Okay. I reckon Izzy's watching TV in bed, Mark. It won't fucking surprise me. (laughs) What the fuck is going on with Richard Gere? Why is he just, like... Mouthing in on everything. I know Zellweger it was just announcing the winner, and then Kier just like took over. Go on, give Richard Gere a kiss, Adele. There you go. Is it still not working though? Yeah, no, it's back now. Uh. Shark. Oh, no way. No. Another fucking ad break. That's the third ad break in 20 minutes. That's a piss say that. Mm. It's, it's not been a fucking great show, has it? It started strong. 
The first mm. hour or so was all right, man. They were cracking through it, but it's properly slowed, don't it? Mm. Mm. Fucking hell! Break, break, break. Right, I'm going to pause and go for a pee break. So, what's this award then? Oh, uh, Starkwood couple. Yeah, what the Scream. fuck? Dustin Hoffman is literally at collarbone level with her. That's so weird. Dustin Hoffman only has one colour in his face. That's true. He's got no lips or eyelids or any other feature. Is it? It's adapted screenplay. So we got the screen. I don't think. Sorry. I don't think Dustin Hoffman's a person. I think he's a bird. <laughs> he's a small bird. I imagine Emmanuel Reaver has just gone to sleep. <laughs> Fingers crossed she wakes up in time for a reward. You're right. If if at what all. God, God, could you imagine if she accepts it? But it, she won, but she just died from boredom. <laughs> it could happen. But imagine if, if Jennifer Lawrence won, but it just flashed across to Emmanuel Reaver and she was just asleep. Yeah. That'd be wonderful. And money on this. Who have we got on this? Django. No. This is adapted. Oh, this is adapted. adapted. Sorry, this yeah. is going to be our yeah. I've just won money. What have you got? I had two down for this. I had two bets. I had one bet on uh, David O. Russell and one bet on Chris Terrier for Argo. 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 So I've just, I, that's my second win of the night. God, Christian Stewart does look really awkward, doesn't she? I mean, I know that's the fucking. She, I, know that's like, the most, I know that's the most obvious thing I've probably ever said, but. Like, she didn't even want to look at the camera. No, she looks down every time the camera goes past her. Mm. Do you think there's maybe a little bit of a sort of. Do you think maybe she just feels a bit awkward because of what's gone on this year? Or? Maybe. Possibly. But then she still agreed to do it. She could quite easily have said. You know what? Maybe not. Yeah. Well, it's just, you know, it's a very... Everybody knows each other kind of industry. I can imagine being in a room full of people who know each other and people having an opinion of what you've done and, you know, I don't know. I think worse things have gone on in Hollywood, really, though, aren't they? Original screenplay. I'm I'm a small bird. (laughs) Come on, Tarantino. Or Hanukkah. Hey. I think Tarantino just won, judging by Mark's reaction. That's all I'm saying. I'm sorry, but I had money on that one. <laughs> I, just, I just won two bets in a row. Granted, I've not won a lot, don't worry. <laughs> Yeah, nice. 
Nice. Yeah, I'm glad he won this. Yeah, that's wicked. Do you hear that? He just said to Charlie's for a neighbour. That's okay. I'm 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 kind of a small bird. <laughs> I'm just gonna go eat some seed, okay? I'm a small bird. Milby plays quitting down Zeno off. Oh, don't cry, Kerry Washington. You weren't in his masterpiece. <laughs> Seriously? No. Did they just cut the music yeah. for him? Wow. That's power. I don't believe this is another fucking break. I think when they cut when they cut the music when they cut the music at that point, Harvey Weinstein was backstage with a gun. Just fucking waving it about. Don't you fucking play that music. Let's <laughs> check my betting slip. See what I'm up to now. Yay, my Argo bet won me a whole 67p and my pound back. Uh, nice. Fucking rolling in the Benjamins, eh? Mm-hmm. Ah, but I see more of these cock pieces I'm off to. Go for a piss. So we've got actor, actress, director in picture. Really? Is that all it's left for? Yeah. Wow. I think so. It's going to be this section and one ad break, and then I think we're done. And this is where it gets interesting, then. Mm. Bed before five, come on. I'm alright, me, at the moment. I could carry on drinking for a few hours. I'm done, mate. As long as I, uh, as long as I manage to keep my voice down, I'm good. <laughs> Donna hasn't said anything, but she's very, very polite. No, no. I, I think the thing is, I just got a little bit loud at one point, and now I'm overcompensating. <laughs> So the fashion journalist's uh, comments on that was Tarantino is a weird guy. Yeah, thanks. Brilliant. That's that's fantastic. What an insight. I'm glad they got her on the show. Mm. Mm. She's she's incredibly arrogant as well, isn't she? Which makes it worse. Mm. But she seems to think that she has more of a valid opinion than the film critic and actor. Hmm.
for her now, she seems like the sort of person who, after, when she wakes up tomorrow morning, she's going to change her LinkedIn profile to um, film correspondent as well. Mm. Oh, fuck off. It's not three hours of torture scenes, you dickhead. What? Um, the woman talking about Zero Dark Thirty. Oh, what's Has she even seen the goddamn film? Hmm. What a retarded rhetoric thing that was there. Also, see what I read about this film in the Daily Mail. Hmm. Jesus Christ, Michael Douglas with a woman of his own age on his shoulder. <laughs> so that's the best director now then. Right then. Ang Lee, I reckon. Who's got money on this? Uh, what's this, sorry? Director. Oh, me. Uh, Hanukkah. But that won't win. Mark? Russell. Russell, shit. Sure. Oh. And Ang Lee. And Ang Lee, okay. Yeah. Oh. Does everybody think we'll win, though? Lee. Lee. No? I'd go with uh, possibly Spielberg if it wasn't Lee. <clears throat> there we go. Have you, did you know wow. one Yeah. Just, is, is, is thing, there's a small possibility this film could win Best Picture. It um, won a lot of awards. It, it kind of has. It'd be a bit of a shitter for it to win as much as it's won, and then put <laughs> someone else Best Picture. Oh, good on Ang Lee. Oh, I'm really happy what? about that, actually. It is a very... a very well-directed film. It's just a ridiculously impressive achievement, it's Life of Pi. Just exactly, the yeah. fact he got that to work as well as it did. I have one bet left. Wait, what's that? What? I have a silver lining playbook in the uh, best picture. Fucking hell. I've got two. What? Have you got any left, Ian? Uh, Manuel Riva. Oh. But the amount, the amount of stuff that Life of Pi one's making me think Life of Pi might say. It's just the fact that Argo's won everything else. But I see what yeah. you mean. Lincoln's pretty much the big loser here. I mean, even if Daniel Day Lewis does win, they got this in production design. Do you know what? Fuck it. I'm sticking a fucking quid on on Life of Pi now. What can you do that still? I don't think you can, can you? Uh yeah I can. Where to? Really? Skybet. Hmm. Skybet, let's try to put it on. (laughs) 
<laughs> so thoughts on Seth MacFarlane overall? Then are we? I, I think he's been good. I think the pacing of it's been terrible. Yeah, I do. I absolutely but agree. Obviously, he, he doesn't choose what what goes when, but I think the the choice of performers, you know, has been a little bit. You know, why was Streisand doing it? Why were they getting the cast in Chicago to come out and do this? Um, it just Mark. Mark, Hello? what's your user ID for Skybet? Uh, dude, false. Okay, it's like a refer a friend thingy. So, sorry, gone. It just it, it 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 it's not been terribly well paced. It's been mm. a bit all over the fucking place, and the amount of adverts is ridiculous. The thing is, is I think the I think the entertainment choices, if that's the right way to put it, have been poor. Um not as exciting as say like the year that Hugh Jackman did it I think they got the entertainment right that year uh, I think the structure of it's been a, a, a mess All of because it there. started with, with a lot of great pace and then it just slumped for ages and, yeah but as far as as far as he's concerned as far as um, Seth MacFarlane is concerned I think he got the balance of humour and edginess and, and comedy and, and actual sort of old school entertainment I think he gets it right um, Ian, you know you were saying earlier, who's that with what's the name Wallace out of um, Beasts of the Wild? Yeah. It was what's his name, the director. Oh shit! Fair play. Benny, whatever his name is, never remember his name. Okay, I just put some uh, bets on on Skybet. I deposited a fiver and I got £10 free as well. Um, So I just thought, fuck it, if I got £10 free, I'll just put it on Jennifer Lawrence because she's probably going to win. So I'd get £6.80 back if she wins. If Emmanuel Reba wins on that, I'll get three twenty-five back, and I'd put two quid on Life of Pi, and I'd get a hundred and two back. So I'm still going to be up at the end of the night anyway. So fuck it, that'll do. I know my Reba is still work. Remembered that she was nominated for this. Yeah. She was sat there going, she was nominated. Oh. I thought it was just that, that, that little kid, that old woman, and Jennifer Lawrence. Oh. Check out Naomi Watts said, yeah, I'm not going to win. Smile when they get a close up on her. Still mental she got nominated for that. Oh, 
Oh. <laughs> oh, do not tell me Reva just won. Do not tell me Reva just won. Uh, there's a funny moment in a minute. Watch it, watch her fall up the stairs in a second. Oh, I don't want to hear that. She does. Oops. Yep, she totally does. Oh, dear. Oh, shit. Was that Hugh Jackman that went to pick her up? Yeah, it was. What a fuck. Smooth as fuck. Smooth bastard. Smooth as fuck, Jackman. Oh, bless her. She genuinely seems gobsmacked that she's winning that. Personally, I'd say that's the most deserved win of the night. That's pretty Check solid. Out, uh, yeah. in, in a second, uh, Mel Street pulling her knickers out of her ass. She'll probably get an award for that. Fucking well then. Oh, there it is. There it is. Right. Just point out, right. Dan Lewis doesn't make a lot of movies, does he? Who? Dan Lewis doesn't make a lot of movies. Right? This is the fifth time he's been nominated. Right, which means that he's been nominated for twenty percent of the films he's made for Best Actor. Well, maybe he needs to be in more horror movies then. <laughs> He'd probably still get fucking nominated now. But again, everyone else must be sat there thinking, so Dan Dillow is then. Don't even know why you've nominated everybody else. Uh, Bradley Cooper doing his it's nice to be nominated face <laughs> yes it, it firmly was wasn't it it's, I mean, nice, got, it's just, I mean, just got nice to on, be nominated have you got money on Jacker in this one now sorry yes I've got Jackman Jack for this but he's not going to win it is he let's face it um, yeah. I would love it if he did I think he deserves it to be honest with you Jack. I, I, I think he deserves it to be honest yeah. Joaquin Phoenix won't win it because let's be honest because he, he hates the Oscars wants to win it yeah <laughs> I'm surprised he even fucking turned up. Well, I made £1.80 profit on my free bets and the fiver I put on on uh, Sky. So, I am up. Oh, he, check out Whacking Phoenix. Oh, Whacking Phoenix actually shakes his head mm. after his little clip bit. Fucking hell. Hey, flight, let's give away the ending. Oh, for fuck's sake, I tell you what. 
the biggest robbery of the evening is Paul Thomas and uh, Paul Thomas Anderson, pa- uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Go with that. Yeah, that was weird. I don't think I've even seen Philip Seymour Hoffman tonight. Yeah, he's kidding me. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, I might say he's won it, but Meryl Streep doesn't even open the fucking envelope. It seems she just kind of just gives it to the winner. <laughs> fucking hell! Oh, fucking! Of course it does. That's number four. <sighs> that was weird. Was it just me? Did she not open the envelope? She just like she just glanced down at it. It was like she just opened it beforehand or something. Mm. Yeah. Right, let's see if I can win a hundred quid on Life of Pi. <laughs> I could win. I could win fifty. And I know what's going to happen. Even if I do win fifty quid, I'm going to go. Shit! Why did I just put five right like I was gonna? He says batters, but he knows. It's, yeah. Yeah. He's just been given an award for being the best one. He's being humble, or he's trying. His wife looks like she's from 1930. Yeah, she does. She's quite fetching, actually, in a weird way. In a 1930s kind of way. Yeah, she'll do. She'll do. So, just just pitching now, then. Yeah, it's all about lamers now. Best best picture. Oh, come on, life of play. I, I, I take life of play or silver line's playbook, but I have a feeling that... None of the bigger win. I think not a bad bet, man. It's not after what it's won so far. Ba 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 ba. Every time I see his face, that's all I think. Jack. Oh, that's why he's there, is it? Mm. I like it when people use the in- uh, use the word incomparable properly. Yeah, that's fair. There is literally nobody. Oh, what's he doing? What is he doing? Walking out, just like his arms out, just like yeah. Jack, <laughs> who the fuck are you? <laughs> what the fuck? Um, <laughs> what the Yeah. Why? What? Why? What? <laughs> Jesus fucking hell! As long as it's not Tandy Newton. Can, it's actually her. Could 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 be a Bamba's kind of 
play more to the fact that they, they adore the Hollywood support. I hope Michelle Obama does interpretive dance for all the nominees now. I, I hope she ends it saying, oh, and thanks Hollywood for giving my husband all the money to run his campaigns. <laughs> Especially important to our young people who who can't see most of them because they're too, too violent or bad language. Oh, just get on with it. It's five to five in the morning. Get on with it. Dude, I'm a minute ahead and she's still fucking talking. All right, I think maybe at this stage we'll say before best picture and all that. Um, this has been Dude and a Monkey episode thirteen. Uh, our thanks to Noel for coming on. Hey, yo. Thank you very much, Noel. And, um, Mark, anything to say before we get into what the fuck's going to win? I'm, I'm, I'm at work in four and a half hours. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're crashing pretty hard. Hopefully I'll have edited this down to a listenable length, and if not, I apologise. Um, and... Hopefully it, it makes any kind of fucking sense. Yeah, I, I think... We were talking quite a bit for the first couple of hours. It then just got a bit plodding on screen, but I'll try and do something with it. So thank you very much, folks, and let's see what's nominated for Best Picture. Go on, Jack. Can I just say? Yeah. If you're introducing Best Picture um, and Jack Nicholson isn't enough, you have to pull in some woman who happens to be famous because she's married to somebody who's the president. I think uh, it's a poor fucking show on a movie a movie awards she's, situation. She's the one who's actually announced Shocking. Well. Shocking. Shocking. Jack Nicholson's one of the fucking biggest living legends that exists and you have to pull in somebody's wife. Fucking bollocks. Mm. Absolute bollocks. And I love the way he said more. But I agree with all that. Well, when you find out who's won it. Bollocks. <laughs> oh, I'll go, is it? Yeah. yeah right. hey, there you go, there you go, Michelle. Oh, well. The best what film one. The best film one, and that's all I could hope for. The most agreeably good film one, fair play. The most competent film one. It's the best film in that category. It's the best film out of those. Do you think? Because you got a favourite film so. out, out, out the ones that were nominated. Yeah, yeah, I do. Well, I was really, no, no, no. Let me let me let me backtrack just a little bit. It's not the best film out of those. It's my favourite film out of those. Fair play. What do you think is the best film out of those then? I have no idea. I don't know what I don't know what that means. I don't know what that is. If I sat and watched all ten of the well, what is it? Six, seven? How many if was in the category? About, if you're talking about nine. Nine. If you're talking about nine. in terms of uh, in terms of sort of competence of acting, writing, directing and everything like that, it probably is the best film actually. 
it was the tightest directed. It was yeah. it was the tightest in terms of editing and storytelling. I enjoyed all the performances. I enjoyed the story. I uh, I was thrilled by it a lot more than all the other films in the category. So, no. really enjoyed Silver Linings Playbook as well. But I just you know. I'm fine yeah. with it. I'm happy with this. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm happy with it when I'm very happy with it when I thought it was, it was, you know, it's, like, there wouldn't have been any that I'd have been unhappy with winning, really. Mm. They were all pretty deserving. The only one I'd have put you a little bit kind of like shaken would have been if Lincoln had won it just because it had been a very obvious win. Yeah. It seems like Spielberg, when he just came up with the idea of making Lincoln, it was like he went, I'm going to win an Oscar for this. Yeah. I mean, he looked... He looks pissed off that he hasn't won it. What, Spielberg? Yeah. Well, he just hasn't had any stage time tonight, has he? He's just had to sit there. Mm. That won't sit with someone like Spielberg. <laughs> you can see him not making another film for fucking years now. Oh, here we go. <laughs> How can you say it? Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck has just won a best picture. Yeah. Good on him. I mean, fucking hell. Ben Affleck now has a best picture and a best original screenplay. And this is the guy who people have mocked for years as being, you know, the the, the you know the less talented out of Affleck and Damon. And let's be honest, he quite easily could have got nominated for best director and won it, and none of us would have said he didn't deserve it. Yeah. Yeah, you know he seems like a thoroughly fucking nice guy. He's rocking a beard, and like you say, good on him. Mm. And it's a tidy beard as well. Mm. I think that's the important thing because as good as George Clooney looks, it's not as tidy a beard. That's a tidy. That is a smart beard right there you're looking at, and that's important mm. in a man mm. because it shows I'm a man and I'm here and I have balls and sometimes I scratch them, but at the same time. It shows I know how to look after myself and my family. Mm. And I think that's important. That's fair. It is. It's you know, it's it's a balance. It's a balanced beard. Is Clooney right. not going to say anything? Wow. No, I know he won't. He'll leave it all up to Ben. Won't he? Won't want to steal the thunder. And you guys can fuck off. Not you guys. The novels on the surfers. What? These people are paying for it. That's it. I'm done. <laughs> right. <coughs> it has been an absolute pleasure, guys, but I'm off to sleep. I'm going to kick back and finish this beer. Nice. Cool. Right. I shall see you Thursday. You will yes. indeed. Mark, I'll text you on the day, man. We'll sort yeah, it out. cool. No worries, buddy. Cheers, right, guys. Take it easy, kids. Good night. Bye.